we're going to start the show. It's episode two. Today, we're going to be talking about the wonderful event that me and T and Ildi all went to over last weekend, which is the MIK Festival in uh, in London, in Southwark Park. Let's get started. T, I hope you're ready. We're going for it. T. How are you doing? Yeah, all good, all good. Aside from having to listen to boy groups and stuff. But we're all good. <laughs> I got to play the Gran Turismo 4 Garage theme. I never thought I'd do that on stream, so happy with that. Yeah. It's been a week since uh, since our wonderful time at MIK. Oh, it seems like it was longer than that. I don't know. It yeah. seems ages ago now, even though it was only a week. It's crazy. It was just so good. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like where to begin, really? Like, I think I should say for the record, like before we start, just for everyone, for the record, that Diggy in real life is just as great as he is um, <laughs> not in real life. Uh, that's that's Super. that's a backhanded uh, <laughs> backhanded compliment. <laughs> no, no, seriously though, super easy to get along with, great fun, and just a really polite, considerate person. It was really great to spend time the day with you. So I didn't say it, yeah, and I don't have a gun to her head, so you can't you can't say anything. <laughs> all right, <laughs> uh, T is likewise. T is wonderful. She's so nice. It's so nice to see her. Like we meet up, and immediately it's like it's not like there's any awkwardness. Like usually when you meet someone online, you're just like, "Hi, yeah. feels like I've known you for years. Let's go in there. Let's enjoy." Exactly. And also, people, exactly. be be jealous because I got gifted this this wonderful yeah. mug. <laughs> that uh, that T got made for me, so I'm now the only yeah. member of the Twick House. Yay! <laughs> so I'm, I'm special, so and you're I'm not. So pleased you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyone, anyone, anyone who I meet in real life will get one. So, uh, none of you get to there meet T now. None of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not allowed. Even if you come um, to England, I'll be like, no, she's busy that day. Well, thank you to Granger again for sending me the logo and <laughs> for sending me the logo and uh, yeah, making it happen. But no, mm. glad you liked it. Yeah, but I anyway, haven't stopped yes. using so, it since I got it. <laughs> so um, that was just wonderful. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, I think overall, I think we can safely say that it was just a pleasant surprise with the festival because considering it was the first time they've ever done it, and even in the lead up like to it fairly recently it kind of didn't seem too legit like it was a bit mm. questionable but they and, and even i would say like even on their social media right up to the last minute people were asking lots of questions and they didn't seem to be really responding and it seemed just like a, a, a little bit disorganized but actually in reality i'm sure you'll agree that it was um just so well organized mm. and you know it was just it was really great like it had a really great atmosphere it was like really kind of they made it comfortable for everyone considering we were there for quite a long time because it mm. opened at what time did we go in sort we of two like one-ish like half one I think. one ish yeah and then you know we left at like half nine so it was a fair old time there and once you were inside you weren't allowed to leave <laughs> either <laughs> which i was so annoyed about because uh it was boiling hot and I wish and I had shorts in my car but I couldn't get out to go change into them so I was stuck in jeans and boiling hot mm. um but yeah so they had 
So the stage just looked amazing, I think. It was great. It had kind of this big, like, circle thing and around the stage and then big screens either side, mm. um, which made it really easy to see. And, um, yeah, you could kind of get a great view wherever you were, really. As long as you weren't behind the sound desk, then... Um, everywhere just had a great view and i think zozo who we were with who also for the record is wonderful as well and mm-hmm. um, she said you know she wasn't expecting the view to be so good and she was thinking that you guys should just go later on um because we wouldn't be able to see close up anyway but she was i think she was really surprised as well so mm. um, we, we, got a, we got a really great spot yeah yeah it was it was way smaller than we thought at least like inside because uh, yeah. when they say it's in Southwark Park, Southwark Park's a pretty big park. There's like a lot yeah. of different bits of it, and you thought you're going to be like way, like miles away, but you're just in the main field, not that far away. Great view. Yeah, it was a real small little bit that they'd set up inside the park, not like the whole park. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, yeah, uh, the queue, like we didn't queue to get in at all. Like we literally walked straight in. Mm-hmm. Um, the security going through there was just really straightforward, and they, they were. They didn't even take the mug. Like, no, they didn't take the mug, which is which is great. Um, they were kind of thorough, but not over the top, so mm-hmm. it was great. And then inside, they had like different. Um, they had a few food stalls. I think that's the one thing they could have maybe just for next time. They could maybe have a bit more variety because um, there was yeah. quite a lot of queuing for food and stuff. They yeah. had an ice cream van. Wasn't super they easy had... getting Zozo anything vegetarian. No, yeah, that's that's some definite feedback I would say. But you know, there was a few little options, but not not masses. And so you mm. did have to you did have to pick. Um, <laughs> Like one act that you were going to use to be your getting food time, <laughs> which, which uh, I don't know if Ian's here, but <laughs> unfortunately uh, anyway. for Ian, uh, that was that was um, that was Golden Child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we still because it, it was so small, we still got to watch them whilst queuing for food. But yeah, we had great sound. The sound even when you were getting food was really good. Like yeah. Oh, for the record, for people who don't know her, uh, this is Zozo who we went with. She's uh, one of mine and Ildi's mates who does uh, English K-pop covers online. And that that uh, headpiece that she's wearing there, the little hairband, is the only reason we could find her <laughs> when we went to oh, get yeah. food and came back. <laughs> we were just looking for her little hairband. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... <laughs> she's really small and they're yeah. both really tall. <laughs> so we, we kind of... But yeah... Um, Yes, definitely go check out Zozo's stuff as mm. well. Um, so, yes, we um, there was, like, loads of toilets and, like, I don't know, like, everyone was just really friendly. There was no, like, terrible behaviour. Everyone was behaving. Everyone mm. was really polite and considerate. And I think it probably helps that there was, like, no alcohol at the event. I think which so. I think definitely made I, a massive I wanna, difference. I want to give a special shout-out to a member of the security at the festival. <laughs> There was a guy. Oh, yeah. There was a guy with like a beard and like shades and like a Yankees hat on in his like red security vest, and he was going along the front of our bit of the of the of the um crowd, just like getting everyone hyped, being like, "Yeah, move your hands side to side," and being like, "Yeah, loving it!" Like he was absolutely <laughs> amping everyone up. It was he awesome. Really was. I want that guy at every concert I go to. He was fucking phenomenal. 
great. Whether he was like already a fan or whether he just does that every show, I don't know. But that was really, it was just nice. Everyone was just really lovely and um, like, yeah, there was no shoving, no pushing. The only thing was like the people who had paid extra to be in the golden circle bit, which was like closer to the stage. I mean, really, we were just as close as them, really. I don't know if that was worth it. But they were closer, were but probably... like, was there really much yeah. point paying that much more when we had a pretty I good view anyway? So. so, um, so yeah, so we kind of like got settled in and, uh, um, and then the so the first act on was Holland, mm-hmm. who isn't someone that I massively really knew much about beforehand. I have to say, I think he had a really tough gig going first because, <laughs> you know, this is the thing as well with the whole festival is like I think nearly all of the acts were had this at first. They had that little bit of kind of hesitation because you know that not everyone's there just for you kind of thing. So they mm. they didn't know. A lot of them, even Chung Ha, was like, I'm not sure if you guys know me. Uh, mm. And after the yeah, first song, she was like, yeah, <laughs> we were like, of course we do. How could we not? She, I know. That she, that a lot of them were like, oh, you know, do you know me? Oh, I'm not sure if you know me, but, mm. I, you know, I'm so... In- because, But then I think after the first song or whatever, they kind of knew that we were either fans or, like, happy to see them anyway. So, yeah. but I definitely think each act it was quite nerve-wracking for them at the start and a lot of, you know i yeah, think pretty much all think, of them um, said it was their like first time in london yeah that was the drinking game wasn't it the, yeah. <laughs> the drinking game was take a shot each time someone says it's our first time performing in london because <laughs> that was literally all of them yeah every act came um, on and was like it's my first time in london the yeah, only one who'd been there before was suho <laughs> like, everybody else was like it's our first time in london um so yeah, I think it was quite, they all seemed quite nervous at the start, but I mean, especially Holland, because not yeah. only was he first on, he was the first one to see what the, you know, the atmosphere was like. And also, he was on his own, and he was all mm. on his own, and, you know, he's not massively well-known, but luckily, he got great support. I think there was lots and lots of support, and he, I think he really fed off that, and he definitely relaxed into it after the first couple of songs. Yeah, he was, and- he was definitely the one who seemed most nervous. Like when he's, yeah. his first couple of songs, he was pretty shaky. Like it was kind yeah. of voice was wavering. Didn't seem like he was struggling to fill the stage because it was a really big stage and he's just one it man. Was. He didn't have any backup yeah. dances. So he was just like walking around the stage trying yeah. to amp people up and it worked because everyone liked him. But like, yeah, yeah, not an easy way to open. <laughs> I think it would have been easier for him if Billy had been able to open. But they two I of them got COVID so. and they couldn't play. So I know. I think so, because then they could go back and be like, everyone's great, it's great out there, don't worry, and that helps. But he, and he, there was that bit of the stage that kind of like came out so they could walk into the audience as well. And it's, it, it is quite like overwhelming, but I feel like he got a really good reception. And he like, fair play to him, he came out and sang live straight off the bat. Like yeah. that is not easy to do. So Which is not the case for everyone at this festival. So <laughs> No, we'll tell you that. Not, but. But, he uh, certainly did, and he yeah. was great. And he spoke he spoke English the whole time, and he was like so funny. And um... <laughs> yeah, he really got everyone on on side when he came out and went, "I'm fucking Holland." <laughs> yeah. And, oh. uh, yeah, he was great, and uh, so that was Holland. Um, <laughs> Later in his set as well, when he spied um the LGBT flag and was like, "Yeah, I'm fucking gay," <laughs> and everyone was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I think he was like really yeah, that happy that great. he was in a country where being gay is very much like accepted 
and almost yeah. celebrated here. So, yeah, exactly. And he got a massive cheer for that. And uh, yeah, just he he had a tough start, but he really relaxed into it by like a few songs in, he was killing it. And like his yeah. his last song was Neverland, obviously because it's the one people know. And I think he mm-hmm. did a really good job on Neverland. He was really, really, like, really killing it vocally. So, well done, Holland. Yeah. He was a really good opener. Got everyone amped up. Yeah, he did good. Yeah, he did really well. Like, definitely, like, great job. Great, really nice guy. And, mm. yeah, did really well. But then after that, we had Cherry Bullet. Yeah. Uh, and that was so exciting. And, oh, my gosh, they were just so, like, teeny. And they looked like little fairies. And they all had, like, different colored. They had, like, these tool dresses on twill however you say it mm. <laughs> dresses on and each one had like a different color and they were kind of like pastel colors and they were just so cute and adorable and just they came out really kind of bubbly and smiley mm. and what do they do first they oh, really had I the energy and they came out with q a and i was like fuck yeah that's best it. song yeah. first let's go yeah that's, that's <laughs> it they were great and it was so obviously that's that was my first ever experience of seeing like you know a k-pop group doing like choreo in Mm. person and so that was just a wonderful experience for me to properly see like them doing all the choreo and uh i don't think any was anyone singing live i don't know yeah they they were peeking through but they had a lot of backing tracks so like a lot of them couldn't really hear them but when it was like big notes, uh, you heard Bora when she had big notes. Heyoon, That's you could it. hear basically all the time. She was really going for it. And mm-hmm. um, I heard quite a lot of G1 as well, but a lot of them I couldn't really hear that well. So that was a little bit that disappointing. But I was yeah. just like smiling the whole way through anyway because they were just so like full of energy and happy and it was good. Yeah. And their English, like fan service <laughs> type things they were saying were so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet and just hilarious. Like, just yeah really really sweet and their voices are like so high pitched <laughs> oh god yeah it was it was like full egg yo voice like it was mental uh but they were really really sweet and really really was great to see in person and yeah. what else oh, oh they did most of did their big songs do that? i was kind of surprised they didn't do hands up though no they didn't do hands up um, that's the one they missed out they did aloha away um, they did uh oh yeah <laughs> they did love so sweet they did love in space love in space immediately mm-hmm. after love so sweet and we were like man you should have you should have split these up <laughs> i know although but, yeah. like love in space because i always say that love in space is like the poor man's version of love so sweet mm. but actually in real life i i kind of preferred it it went down really well it just had like quite a big impact yeah, the, um, the backing track in that song is like so well mixed yeah, so live it really like it. gets into you yeah yeah so that was cherry bullet um anything else to say about them no just really enjoyable couldn't stop smiling throughout their yeah. set they were just so fun yeah they were they were they were great they were really loving it and um yeah so then after that we had golden child is he in here <laughs> i don't think he is no <laughs> uh ian sorry but we chose like we had already like we were very kind of like organized i feel like we were very organized zozo especially was had a plan for the day she was like right this is the plan yeah this is when we're going to do this and so we had planned that we would go and get food during golden child just because we weren't it was the act like, we were most like, most okay with missing 
Yes, let's just say that. But so we went, so Zozo stayed there to save our really good space. So me and you went off to get some food. And then, so we were kind of queuing, but I was definitely really, I was kind of like really wanting to keep watching the, watching them because they, they really did draw you in. I, I would, I did say when they first came out, they seemed a teeny bit like lackluster, just yeah, a bit like. It seemed like it was just they, a job, you know? Yeah. They were kind of, but whether that was, because they chose to do like a serious kind of song first and then they were in that whole like serious serious um thing mm. that i don't know it just made them almost go a bit i don't know i feel like maybe if they had come out with a more upbeat one that would have kind of got the energy up a little bit more but anyway after a couple of songs they um really got into it and i thought they yeah i was really really like pleasantly surprised I actually really enjoyed watching them they sounded good they looked great they had these kind of um, so they had like white with like tan coloured outfits and each of them had like a different variation of those two colours and they all look like I really like those colours they look grey and they were after they started doing their first bit of talking as well they started to relax a bit more mm. um, and yeah but I loved seeing Burn I do love Burn It so I enjoyed watching that and then they did a good mix of their more serious and more upbeat songs they did a lot of their and... more fun songs which was nice yeah, kept the energy up because I thought it was going to be all their moody stuff and I was going to be like dying, <laughs> but it didn't happen. So it was yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. I was yeah definitely pleasantly surprised. So we did still watch them, but we yeah. we watched them whilst eating our really yummy um, food. That was so good. So yeah, um, yeah. It's like earlier on, I'd seen someone come back into when we were watching Tro Bullet. I think I'd seen someone come back into the audience with like this really good like looking food. And mm. it's really good looking chicken. And in my head, I was instantly thinking, oh my God, I need to immediately go and get some of that chicken. It looks so good. But <laughs> I didn't We never say found anything. the sexy chicken. Where was the sexy chicken? No, at? we didn't. I know we couldn't find it. And then <laughs> we sat down, we sat down on that bench with that, with that girl. And I realized that she had the chicken. <laughs> I was saying to Dee, I was like, there's the chicken. Like, let's ask her where she got it. <laughs> Even though we'd already finished eating. She was too busy programming food. her XO light stick, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Oh, to be fair. so sweet. Um, anyway, so we, but we found I found some equally good chicken. But anyway, Golden Child. So then we went back and we gave Zozo all we could get her was some spring roll. Was it some spring rolls? Was the Reggie only thing that rolls, was vegetarian? Yeah. yeah. So that was a bit of a shame. But then it was time for Chung Ha, and oh my god, like <laughs> she was incredible. Really a level up, I would say. Um, just instantly, like a true professional, like fully 100% comfortable with the crowd and just just in her element and just a true professional so impressive mm. she looked like she looked like a mermaid she looked absolutely incredible she had like this really long like kind of like bum length hair that was like this bluey like an aquamarine kind of color and it just looked so gorgeous and she had these denim shorts on which had like uh, tassels, really long tassels coming off them. And she was so teeny, teeny as well. But she obviously had such Let's a big impact. She... So, yeah, this is, this she... is there. Oh, yeah, yeah. This had, is uh, um... <laughs> how she looked on the day. It's a bit delayed on the... It should be up in a minute, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, there that's we go. Chunga. Oh, more purpley. <laughs> it looks more lilac-y there. In real life, it looked more kind of bluey, but yeah. 
um she had some really really good backing dancers with her like they were mm. fantastic like a, a couple of times i found myself watching her backing dancers instead of watching her you know because they were really good there was one i think i remember she had pink hair and i just couldn't take my eye off her she was amazing and yeah so she was fantastic so she came out and did snapping straight away <laughs> and i think that was a great choice because that was just a really good choice to go with. and then afterwards she was like oh I wasn't sure if anyone would know me, but I heard you guys singing along to Snapping, so I'm guessing you do. And we were like, yeah! Uh, she was really cute. Yeah, she was. I didn't expect she'd be so cute. I thought she'd be like how Jessie was on the second day, just like pure confidence. But no, she was really cute about it. Yeah, she was just like confident and sweet and, yeah, confident but not cocky, I guess. Yeah. Um, And she did Sparkling. Um, her new song, which I absolutely love, that song she did. Gotta go. Yes, yeah, Withers, right? She, she did, did. Indeed, do California Dream. Yep, she she did. That the dance to that was actually really fun to watch live. They get really into it. Yes, she did. What else did she do? She did roller coaster. Yes, yeah, she did roller which coaster. I was very last, happy about. Right? Yep, she did that last, didn't she? You know, all the all of them, it went so quickly. Mm. Um, and we kept commenting how they seemed to be ahead of schedule. Yeah. Um, every time we were like, they're 10 minutes early, but we find out later on kind of why that was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were, it went so fast, but she did roller coaster last. But before that, she did her a new song that was never before heard. Yep. So she premiered it to us. What was it called? It was like, don't. What was it called? I've been trying to think of this. I'm sure there's a million people who filmed it on YouTube if you want to look it up. That is true. Because everybody was filming. That's the one thing that was annoying about it is that everyone had their fucking phones out for that one. (laughs) Yes, that's true for that one. Because generally, overall, I'd say it wasn't massively like that. Like, Diggy didn't have his phone out once. (laughs) No, I don't don't do that much unless I'm like instructed to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really either, but I knew I wanted to get little bits here and there just to share on the um on the Discord or whatever. Or to don't believe in love, is that the one? It was Don't Believe in Love, wasn't it? And, yes, that's it. Yeah, that's what she, yeah. she performed for us. And like I think oh see someone's oh see people have filmed it in amazing quality. Like, what do you mm. need me posting my rubbishy things on for? <laughs> I think it's I think it's sometimes nice to see like like um sometimes nice to look back at what your own viewpoint of it was though you know like where from where you were from yeah i just i just have um, an issue when people have their phones out the whole time oh, and they're just like absolutely. staring at their phone you're like you're there just enjoy it i know it's like when people film fireworks displays i'm always yeah. like when are you gonna sit and watch that like exactly. fireworks? Like, it's just gonna look shit on anyway. your phone i know but anyway so lots of people are filming that. But yeah, so I thought I was like really brave and really, really obviously so excited that she was going to do um, a premiere, a new song. So that was really exciting. Mm. And yeah, Chung Ha was, as expected, fantastic. <laughs> this is the other acts, um, by the way. This was, uh, this was Holland on the day. Very daring outfit. Very skinny man. Very, oh, very skinny yeah, man. He was. Holding, yes, holding he his was. LGBT flag. Loving that. Yeah. Then we oh, had uh, yeah. then we had Cherry Bullet. This one's a less good picture, but they did look like fairies. It was ridiculous. They're so beautiful, lovely outfits. Yeah, really, really lovely. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. You look at them. So nice. Oh, there his golden um, child in their tan and white prince outfits. Yeah. 
and uh, not pictured us at the back smashing down some bulgogi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we were so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Chang'e. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, anything else to say about Chang'e? I think, um, judging purely by, like, technical performance, she was probably the best on the day. Mm-hmm. At least up to this yeah. point. She was, like, ridiculously on pitch. It was kind of scary. Like, oh, it was, like, she as had, you hear She it had, like, backing vocals playing, but she was so in time with the backing vocals and so on pitch that you couldn't really hear a difference. But like mm-hmm. you could still hear her voice peeking through, so you know she was singing, but she was just so yeah. perfectly on pitch. She didn't even need a backing track at all. Like, Wasn't she there was a bit scary. near the end where was it in really near the end where her ear something was going on with her earpiece? Yeah, I don't she, think she, she pulled out hear. her earpiece. I think yeah. so. She was a little bit off time there, but like pitch wise, mm-hmm. it was just perfect. It was ridiculous. Oh yeah, just fantastic. Yeah, she yeah. did. She did eat just... the CDs with her. It absolutely, like, just as you hear it, um, it was just, like, wonderful. She didn't really go, like, off-piece too much with... I thought she might be doing a bit more, like, ad-libbing, but she really didn't. She kind of just stuck to it, but I was, like, more than happy. I, I prefer it when, honestly, when people do that anyway. But yeah, I don't to want to put, they like, do a picture-perfect it. version. I want to hear a difference. Hmm. I, want to, I want it to so, be live, live. So that was Chang'e, and then after that, oh my gosh, as if I already wasn't excited enough, I got even more excited because then I knew that VVs would be on after that. These lovely and, girls. And I was, the first thing I said to Diggy, I was like, oh my God, they're wearing their outfits from Love Aid. Yeah. It was literally the week before when I called in about this song, I was talking about their outfits, and there they were. And I was said to Diggy, I was like, oh my God. I do actually love Simbi's trousers after yeah. all. And Tiggy yeah. was like, right, yes, you are. I was, I was day one defender of the Simbi trousers, <laughs> and it took a little bit of time, but T's swung round to my side. They're great. <laughs> oh, Lemon, you need to see them in full. You do need to see them in full. They look, look good. They it look doesn't, good in full. Yeah, they did. They look really good. And so I couldn't believe straight away that they were wearing those, yeah. and they had backing dancers with them. And I, I forgot to like ask you about this, but did they... I was trying to work out, did they have the amount of backing dancers that to fill in almost like for G-Friend? The amount that would it have been in G-Friend? It looked like it. It looked a bit like yeah. it. Yeah. Because I wasn't... they did end up doing... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I wasn't that sure like um, whether that was just a fill up for the numbers or, or what, because I didn't really... They didn't yeah. really need them. You know, they, they were doing it well, well enough. They were filling the stage easily with just three people. But, uh, but it's yeah. It's whether they did it because of when they did like because they did do time for the moon night and then Mm. so then it looked like g like it looked like g friend doing it because the backing dancers kind of filled in almost um yeah yeah, it was it was it was kind of strange that they just did one i guess Mm. although they did it they did do it very close to red sun which was their song from queendom so whether they were just trying to do like a little queendom moment and therefore that's why they chose time for the moonlight i'm not sure but yeah it was a little bit i mean i would have been like more than happy with even more g friend songs um yeah but they just did the one so but anyway they were so cute and just wonderful and um <laughs> um she really were, got me um she really got me yeah she, she they were doing um great. their little their cute like english talks like trying to chat to us yeah. in english and um she at one point was like um oh i really love the the freshness of the london air and everyone was just laughing <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what? no <laughs> yeah it's really yeah, funny i know oh and also, god there was because also we didn't mention that they had um 
you know, as I'm sure they do at many K-pop concerts, they had like an interpreter or a couple of interpreters there. So you had like the voice of God come on and do their <laughs> interpreting. Um, but a couple of times like Una went to, so she would say what she wanted to say and then she kind of forgot that it would be interpreted. And then when the interpreter came in, it like made her jump and yeah. she made like such a killer face. She was like, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. You can picture <laughs> it just from that, that noise what she was so like. You can. She was like, oh. And then she was kind of wait while she was waiting for it to be interpreted. She was just doing a cute little face. Girls always perform. It was really sweet. Yeah, she was. She was as you'd expect, mm. just as you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, yeah, they were just great. They were just, I don't know, they were just as you expect. They were just fantastic. Um, mm. They did Love Aid, obviously, and that was great. They did. Um, they did quite actually what they did was mostly off of their new mini to be fair um they did lemonade they did love love they did love 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 right yep. yeah yeah they did love 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 which i was so excited about they did time for the moon night they did red sun from queendom they did bop bop of course was that the last one I yeah i think it was yeah so that was that was just like lovely um and yeah like we said they chose to just do Oh, they did Love You Like as well. I was really excited about that one. Mm-hmm. And they did quite a lot of... They did quite a lot of just walking around the stage. Yeah. Um, more than I guess I thought I would have. But it was quite nice because they kind of spread around so people could see, you know, each one. But they didn't do that much, just like the three of them doing the choreo together, I guess. Mm. Yeah, as far as um, I know, they didn't do tweet tweets with her. No. But yeah, the only hey. thing that was a bit disappointing was like, um, like Uno was giving it her all, like she was belting out like everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I heard Simbi like at all live. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, Umji was kind of like dipping in and out, half and half. But and Uno was giving it her all, but then Simbi was just like, "I'm not singing today. <laughs> I'm just yeah, going to talk I... and not sing." See, I didn't know, obviously notice, but I know. You notice, and I also Zozo at the end. She said that yeah. they were. She was almost a little bit disappointed, or that was the one that she was not. That she was just slightly disappointed. She found them a little bit lackluster, didn't she? I think so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a shame. But I, I think it was the same. Were... It was the same reason I was like slightly cheesed. Was just like simply yeah. not I think I don't think there was anything wrong mm-hmm. with the performance, but it's just like the lack of trying. You know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah other than that, it was good. Like they got the crowd amped up. They played a lot of the good songs. But yeah, it was just it was just the like a lot of backing track that was a bit disappointing for them. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you good. mean. But I didn't feel disappointed. I I felt really excited um, and just was really happy to see them. Still had a good way. time. Yeah. So <laughs> then after that, we had Pentagon, yeah, and that was one that first. I was. I was like not bothered about them, but again, was only because I'm not. I don't really, apart from Shine, I really don't know much, mm. much of them. But I really, really enjoyed um, their set as well. They were very charismatic and yeah. very confident, and ju- they were just really cool. Like I would just describe them as cool. That was their whole thing. They just felt really cool. Like, um, is it the main vocal guy? You know, the one that said he hadn't been there for the whole time. The, the, yeah, the kind yeah. of the smallest guy in yeah. this tan tan blazer with like his sleeves rolled up. This What's dude. his name again? 
Oh god, now you're What's testing me. Remembering boy group <laughs> names, I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm sure Granger will tell us in a minute, don't worry. She's you a did fan. say it on the day. Anyway, um, he especially was so, so charismatic. And He's great. They... Jin Ho, that's it, yeah, Jin Ho. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic and his voice sounded amazing. He was so, like, small, but he was such, like a little powerhouse of mm-hmm. charisma and voice. He was great. And um, the re- like the rest of, um, <laughs> the rest of them looked great and the, like... I said, like, what? Why is it that I always like fall for the rapper? Because for some reason, I always do, and I definitely did. And it was this guy. Oh, it's this picture's a little bit small, but he had, he had a blade. He had. Well, they all had blazers on. I can't remember, but they Zozo fell in love with Kino. <laughs> she yes, was like she eating did. out of his hand by the end of that set. Yes, it was ridiculous. Was. But... He was great, though. Like yeah. he was great. He was the one that did the most talking as well. Um, <laughs> and he Green just cracked yeah. me up <laughs> those two people <laughs> I'm kind of with you there oh <laughs> I mean to be um, fair I know Kino he... just because of his stuff outside of Pentagon <laughs> right he was he was definitely very very charismatic yeah he was great they all were fantastic very relaxed and very cool and just mm. looked great really and, really um... good showmen I would say like they, exactly. they know how to work yeah. a crowd without a doubt. They would yeah. all be amazing MCs. Yeah. I feel like Golden Child were really cool, but they were almost like holding something back and weren't as relaxed. But Pentagon, in just to contrast the two boy groups, Pentagon were very relaxed, very cool. Mm. Just great. You, like you'd almost think they didn't have management there. They were so like chilled out and just fucking around. Yeah. It was great. They were great. And they were... um. They one of them at one point had his like he took his blaze like blazer half off and he was just like hanging it off one shoulder the whole time. I was like, oh my god! Like, just look at them. Like they're just great. It was re- it was really good to watch them. Uh, mm. It definitely made me more interested in them than I was before. Even though their music isn't like massively my thing. Yeah, they did. Um, know, they did rock versions of a bunch of their anyway. songs too, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they that was did. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, they. Which one was the one that they did in particular? That was. Don't test me. Uh, on this. I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, let me they let me settled... search them up. Oh, I'll anyway, remember it if I see did... the title. I'm sure. They did shine at the end, obviously, and that yeah. went down really well. That was fantastic to watch, and everyone loved that and singing along. So that was Pentagon, and then anything else to say about them? I'm trying to remember what the songs were they did rock versions of but it wasn't any of like the big songs it was like b-sides i thought there was one in particular that stood out was it think about yeah. you was that one of them i think it might have been mm. think about you i'm not sure but yeah they they did a couple of rock versions and they were really good i can't remember because i wouldn't know what the normal versions are <laughs> neither would i but, but they, they sounded good. good what they did so fun. we take it it was really good they were they were really great so Mm. And was it their first time in London? I can't remember. It's everyone's first time in London, apart from Suho. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we, we were um, almost dead by the time we'd taken all those shots. <laughs> um, so after Pentagon, we had Suho. And I, yeah. now when we first arrived, right, and when Zoza and Diggy came to me, like, we've got a plan, they were like, we're going to go and get food during like, Golden Child and Suho. I was like, mm. hold on a second. I was like, I'm really excited for Suho. I, I have listened to him quite a bit before um and really liked his stuff it must have just come up on my spotify or whatever none of you lot would have recommended him to me i don't think because his 
a lot of like ballads but as you know that's kind of my thing and I was really excited to see him and so we later realized that the reason they got so kind of ahead with their schedule was because they needed to set up like a full-on live band for Suho, which was so exciting. Like the, the only act that had a full live band. And I mean, obviously I wouldn't have expected it for anyone it, like with, you know, with K-pop, but it was so, it made a massive difference. And like, mm. I feel like me and you, we were, we were just, we really felt that difference, didn't we? And we were yeah. both just kind of on the same wavelength of how amazing it is when you get that life band. And they had like a female basis, which is just the best thing ever. I, um, I have a confession to make. Oh. Uh, Suho was my favorite act on the first day. He was oh. so good. He was like, yeah. there was not an ounce Ridiculous of backing good. track with his vocals. He was just killing it live. And like this guy's vocals are ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> he my was God. like by the first couple of songs, he was like way up there in pitch and belting, and like oh. it was awesome. And like I he, think I think yeah. it helps that he played a lot of like softer rock stuff, which really comes alive when you're live with a band. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. us two were saying at the at the event, it helps so much when you have a live band because you can feel the music with a live band, mm-hmm. whereas you don't really have that when you have backing tracks. So yeah, so I almost got a bit emotional during Suho's set. I was like, I had yeah. this moment where he was playing like I think it was Grey Suit, maybe one of his songs. Yeah, he was playing one of his songs, and I just looked around, and everyone was having a great time, and I was feeling the music, and he was singing like a god, and I was just like, oh my god, I've missed this so much. Because this is the first oh. concert I've been to since COVID. So yeah. I had that moment that was like almost transcended. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> so yeah, he was he was my favorite on the day. Yeah, I agree. Same here. Absolutely my favorite. Yeah, and totally agree with everything you just said. It, but he was... Like, I was just like mesmerized, honestly. And mm. half the time I just had like my eyes just... just just like swimming in the music which sounded fantastic and his voice is just like oh it's just so dreamy and he can do the high he can do the low he can do the power he's got the emotion in his voice and the live band was amazing and um he just was just phenomenal like Mm. he was the one that I've been thinking about over and over again um you know since last week I think it was only last week yeah, I, um, I spent a lot of time when I was at work listening through his albums because I was yeah. like, I need to give this another chance because he was so good live. And I've realised what it one. is. I just hate the production on his stuff. Oh, okay. They rob his voice of all its character. When you see him live, he's like a way better vocalist than he sounds like on the record. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, quite. I think what could be a thing is that quite a lot of his songs, when you listen to them, sound quite similar. But obviously, when mm. you see them live, you hear all the all the colours and all the all those little bits and bobs that make each song so special on its own. And I think that could be a thing if you were just listening to him on Spotify, or whatever. It all kind of merges into one a little bit, even for me. But when you hear them live, because this is the thing as well, because he's written the songs, he's written the songs, he's singing the songs live, he's got a band playing, you know, the songs that he's written. That is just like magic when you get that all together and um you know it was just oh if i could i would pay to see him do that set every night again like <laughs> yeah, i same. loved it it was Absolutely it was so loved good. it 
like even it was a magic moment even emceeing wise he was great like he was really yeah. funny like he knew when to pull out yeah. a cheesy line but yeah. he also knew when to just like be sincere and like yeah. when to pop a joke or whatever like he was just great he was fantastic i don't and have any faults very... really with his set he was just so good no. he was also very leaning into the whole exo thing like you know, he could have mm. chosen to just not mention, as a soloist, whatever, he could choose to not mention that at all, but he was fully leaning into, the. F- who, you know, he was saying, he was talking about EXO an awful lot, and he yeah. was saying how much he wished, he wished they could be there with him. Yeah, um, he promised, like, next time he comes, he'll make sure he brings it. his EXO members with him. Yeah, and he was saying about, he was referring to, like, the audience as, like, XOLs as yeah. well, or... And and that was just lovely because you could real really feel that warmth that he had. Because isn't he the? Is he? Am I right in thinking he's the leader of EXO? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's am the I leader. Wrong? Yeah. So you could really feel the kind of warmth that he felt towards them, towards their fans. He was just a humble, great, pure, talented guy. Like mm. I truly fell in love. It was amazing. And I, also, it was that time of the evening because he was the penultimate one um it was just kind of the sun was like ever so slightly going down and things were just getting a little bit dusky and it was just a beautiful moment so Mm. um really really good but then we had a little bit more excitement because we had the last act of the night which was red velvet and uh you could definitely see as the day went on that people started to add it come in like come in later on so by the time it got to Red Velvet, it was definitely busier. And I feel like some people probably just came just to see Red Velvet. Certainly even in the Golden Circle section, towards the end, that seemed to get suddenly way more full. Or maybe some people had hopped over the fence because <laughs> um, yeah. you could you could have probably easily done that. I know I threatened to do <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think the, the security guard vibing would have caught you doing that, to be honest. That's but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, as as um as Swither says, it was Red Velvet minus Joy. Mm-hmm, I know that was a bit sad, but they were really good. It was very sad. Joy is my bias in Red Velvet as well, but I kind of prepared. I fully prepared myself because I knew about it beforehand, so I wasn't so disappointed because I'd kind of um I was prepared for that. But it was still a shame. However, I think they did a. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like detrimental. They still gave a put on a great show, um, and it was just so crazy seeing Red Velvet in in real life. And they were obviously just absolutely beautiful. Obviously, all of them. And uh, yeah, Irene had this kind of she. What did she have? She had like just like a, a cute Levi t-shirt, t-shirt with like a mini a skirt. skirt. Yeah, Levi's t-shirt. That's it. And she had like um, trainers. But then the rest of them were a little bit more glitzy, I would say. She mm. looked, like Irene was dressed quite casual compared to the rest of them, but she had like all her hair like was down and all flowy, and the she was on the screens a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But then also then like these- uh, my girl Wendy was on the screen quite a lot because she was oh, yes. absolutely murdering it vocally, and she gets she a lot was, more and- lines than I really remembered. I think probably she took some of the joy lines, but she was absolutely killing it she was so good but not just well, let me see if there um, are more red velvet picks it's probably more lemon who says who was styled the best on day one i'd say probably cherry bullet to be honest just yeah i'd if, say so it depends it depends what you like but they're just the way they they because it was a real class like they had really classy dresses on they just look mm. really classy and also because they all had different colors but the, the palette of the colors that had been put together for them was just really really nice and gave a real it really added to the atmosphere. So I'd say that was like really clever styling, just the way they did it. And it just, 
it really added a lot. Red velvet. Yeah, I don't know. I, do you see what I mean about Irene's outfit here? It's just not as... It's not like show-stopping. I mean, it's just functional. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you just... Someone in the audience could have been wearing that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, she's Irene. So she's Irene. But yeah, so as well, I think we, we both agreed that Wendy was um, working the crowd like an absolute trooper. She was yeah. very... Obviously, she is, you know, the main English speaker that helped a lot. But just even if she wasn't, she still would have been the most charismatic, definitely. I, I would see um, her live on her own if she did a tour here. She was so good. Oh, yeah. She I was, agree, like, definitely. really, really good. I've I've now, like, accepted that she's my Red Velvet bias because she was so yeah. good. Like, she it. was just amazing. I get it. She, she like, she yeah, she worked the crowd up. She's got everyone going. Even, like, her little, mm. like, moves when she was just on her own vibing were, like, so, like, proper, normal festival moves over here. So she yeah. looked a lot more like, I guess, something we'd recognise. Because it yeah, wasn't choreographed. She was just, like, loving it and, like, getting into the music. The songs that they chose to do, though, I was... You really... When it's, like, someone like Red Velvet, you just really can't be sure, can you, yeah. about what... But they did kind of a... a an interesting mix so they did a lot of newer stuff so see here i have written this down for goodness sake but um they did um the old the only old one they really the really kind of main older one they did is red flavor apart mm. from that it was like um they did fill my rhythm they did uh kingdom oh yeah they did that Yes, that B-side, which, I, oh my gosh, I was not expecting that. So I was very happily surprised by that. But apart from that, yeah, they did Queendom. They did, they did in terms of title tracks, Queendom, Fill My Rhythm. Peekaboo. Psycho. Yeah, they did Psycho. That was really it. Then yeah. they did quite a lot of B-sides. And what was that one that Zozo was really happy to hear? Oh, um, you better know. Oh, yeah, yeah, you better know, yeah. The, but they didn't play the, the one I wanted. <laughs> there was uh, no Russian roulette. I was very sad. But oh, I didn't expect yeah. them to, say, to play it, really. It's kind of older and not that many people seem to like it. But I love that song. Oh, I would have absolutely loved that, too. But, yeah, it was um, It was a... What else did they do? I just found it was a bit of an interesting uh, mix of songs that they did. But, obviously, everyone loved every song that they did. Hmm. Um, I guess it's just always going to be hard to pick because it really was such a short set. Um, but they finished with Red Flavor, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And before you knew it, they were gone, to be honest. But they, they were mm. great. Did they have some, they had backing dancers as well, did they? Or not? I didn't remember, to I be remember. honest. I don't think they did. Um, as far as I know, it was just them. But they were, they were as you'd expect. I'd say Irene seemed quite nervous. Especially yeah. with just talking to the crowd. I think the but trouble think for Irene was that cr the crowd were really loud because they were very amped up, and she was just mm -hmm. kind of talking normally, so you couldn't really hear a lot of what she was saying when she was trying to say anything. That's because she she'd walk over to a section of the crowd and start talking, and everyone in that section of the crowd obviously would go fucking mental and be like, "Oh my god, yes. Irene's right there!" And then we can't hear yes, Irene, <laughs> so we didn't hear much of her. But yeah, the others. She um, seemed a little bit almost scared or a little bit shy yeah a bit um, intimidated but, yeah a bit intimidated but I mean I couldn't get out of my head what I'd seen that morning when I'd looked on the um, 
I think the Twitter for the festival. Oh no, no, they wouldn't put it on there. God, what am I on about? Someone had filmed when they came into the airport in oh, London, God, yeah. and the kind of just ridiculous um, reception that they got there. And Irene, I just remember Irene's face. She just looked like so. Oh my God, you know, wasn't expecting this here, kind of thing real lack of security in the airport and she kind of looked a little bit the same as that on stage to be honest mm. um but let's see Sorgi, yeah she was she didn't massively stand out to me wendy was the massive standout yeah. and yeri was really cute um i as think um, vocally it was yeah wendy big time leading like just pulling mm -hmm. a lot of weight and then Sorgi actually as well was really going for it on some of their songs she was belting a lot but like Irene, yeah. I think, just has a quiet voice in general, so it's harder to hear her when she's singing. She was singing, mm. you could hear her, but because the crowd's loud and we're all loving it and singing a lot, it's hard to hear her. And Yeri, I'm not sure, was singing that much, which was a bit no. sad. But, I mean, it didn't not, matter because Wendy was there and Wendy was absolutely murdering it, so it didn't really matter. But, like, that was a bit of a shame. I don't, I don't remember any massive silky moments either. I remember she was all belting Wendy in one of the songs. Moments. I can't remember which one. She was really going for it in one of them. I remember you saying. I do remember, like you said it at the time. But right now, I all I can think of is Wendy. <laughs> Wendy just overpowered everything. She was so good. She did. Yeah, she did. Um, I was just like staring but... slack jawed in awe at the screen as she's just like <laughs> giving it everything on every note. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was great. So... You know, before we knew it, and nobody did an encore except Suho, right? Was he the only I think one that so, didn't? yeah. Yeah, so we were kind of surprised because we thought, oh, maybe they're getting ahead of schedule because Red, so that Red Velvet can do some encores because maybe it's a really strict like, license in terms of what time they're allowed to go on till. Mm. You'll have to tell me whether it was the same on day two um, in a minute, but <laughs> um, yeah, they were kind of just, they were just like, yep, yeah, this is our last song, and then off they went. It was really only Suho who did. His, um, he did Grace Suit, didn't he, as his encore? So, so, yeah. Yeah, so Red Velvet didn't even do an encore. We were like, oh, okay. Oh, See what, you was later. That, um, what was that song Suho did um, that he said was by like the Korean version of the Beatles? Oh, yeah. I never, I've not found that, that yet. I've been looking for it because yeah, that was like one point. of my standouts, but I couldn't find it. Have you been trying? Have you had a look? Yeah, I had a look through his um, releases, but I couldn't find anything official unless it's just like he just decided that mm. day to do it. But he has like um, yeah. he has like a single he did that's uh, like a cover of an old school Korean band, but it didn't sound like what we heard that day. So it I'm sounded sure. quite disco-y, the one he did, didn't it? Yeah, it was really really fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, but I couldn't work out what we'll it was. We'll have to ask. We'll have to find out because yes, I remember thinking like note to self try and find what that one was green yeah. version of the beatles yeah he was talking yeah. about what was that group it's like a it, i don't remember group? what their name was but he, they're like a really group. classic group in korea but obviously not he said here. it's their favorite he said it's his they're his favorite group and that's his favorite song of theirs hmm. um so yeah um we'll have to find out oh you can look at set list says lemon good yeah, idea lemon good idea Yes, let's do that. Very good idea. Um, so that was it. And by that time, you know, it was time to go. And I was like, no. Like, my, the, the instant, like, come down. Setting. Don't make me leave. I know. I was like, oh, oh there's, no, there's photos with everyone as well, by the way. They, they, this was a oh. thing. They made everyone take photos. So yes. 
Here's Holland with the fans. And they would be like, one more time, one more time, one more time. Sherry, but oh God, and, yeah, the amount of one more time. Oh, oh my Lord. He looks like we such were, a rock star there. We were like day. somewhere over here. We were, <laughs> we were, see, that makes it look, yeah, look there was a fairies. real split. I know, look at them. So there cute. was a real split between the Golden Circle and us. So you can't see on that picture right there of Charlie yeah. Britt, but there was a real, because we were kind of, uh, so as you see, we're like to the left of the sound desk, hmm. a bit quite away along to the left, kind of yeah. halfway on that left. You can you can see a little bit the divide here on this golden child picture. This barrier here, there's like a little gap here, but that was a lot yeah. bigger in real life. There's quite a decent gap there, but we were like right yeah. here on the, along the barrier somewhere. And then oh yes, whether you're right, he did sing that. He did do let it be, and I yes. cringed. He did, yeah. That was a bit of a, was <laughs> a bit of a cringe. He didn't, didn't do all of it. He he just did like the first bit. But yeah. you know, he's in England. He probably thinks we all love like love that song. Mm. <laughs> oh, his yes. his, um, like, his proof that it wasn't a diaper, by the way. Whoever it was that was saying that before. Oh yeah, Lemon said. <laughs> They're actually pretty cool trousers. But yeah, that, that's yeah. movies. Pentagon yeah, looking cool. A, they, they all do. did pictures. Yeah. And they, they'd obviously been clearly told that they needed to do pictures because after the time they would suddenly go, oh yeah, sorry, they would come back on and go, oh no, sorry, we, we need to do the pictures. So. Yeah, here's the Suho band with this gigantic stage and us over <laughs> here losing our fucking minds. Oh look, you can see the circle thing that I was talking about, about yeah, the, um, the stage, it was great. Although they, were, they had those lights, didn't they, that were like blinding us yeah. half the time. But uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> so by the you know that was it, and it was time to go. And I was like, I, I want to see it again. I want to stay, and I really wanted to go to day two. I think it would have helped my like sad feeling at the end, but alas, yeah. I couldn't do day two. But um, and yeah, that was it. And I like just absolutely like even though I then had to drive, like get in my car and drive all the way um back up north, and didn't get home till like half two in the morning Jesus. <laughs> it was so worth it and i didn't mind because it was so worth it and i'm, I'm just so glad i got to go this was my first experience seeing any like k-pop live and i um i said to moose like that's it now i'm gonna go to everything now because <laughs> <laughs> i think for me i didn't i well i can't remember when did i get into it no it was a way before it was a while before um COVID. but still i have don't feel like i really had the opportunity before but definitely now i'll be wanting to because it's just it was just such a great day and um loved mm. spending the day with with you diggy it was just yeah, great fun and um yeah hopefully not long till the next time mm. and uh not long till the next time with the three of us and ildi for kiara Pemi yes Pemi. that's true we're Unless I can that. convince you to come to Luna, um, it's just a lot of money. Either. I'm thinking about it, but it's, I think I think it's a lot it. for what it is. I think you should do it. Yeah, but they might just anyway. play all the shit songs, and they will have wasted no, my money. I and they might mime, and then I've wasted my money. So no, I think I think it'll be okay. I think it'll I be know. okay. I'm anyway, thinking about that's it. A, okay, <laughs> I'll try and wear you down before. Um, <laughs> Whenever you're sending me all the but good either... B sides, like they're going to play this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fantastic, worth every penny, and hopefully they'll do it again next year. And e and they'll spread the word. Even more will come. And um, yeah. So I can't wait to hear about day two. Mm. And hope that this was 
interesting and not boring with <laughs> rambling on or whatever. But um, hopefully it gave everyone a little picture of um, our experience. So hmm. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on and chatting about this. All right. Bye. See ya. Now I'm back. We'll crack on. We'll talk about Hip Hop Day. And it's time to bring in my longtime excellent friend, wonderful human being, YouTube co-host, you creator of the YouTube channel we were on, Ildi. I hope you're ready. I'm bringing you in. Hello, Ildi. Okay, are we good? I guess so. Yay, Ildi's here. Welcome, Ildi. Welcome to my show. <laughs> Okay, so I guess you can hear me and whatever. Yeah. You hear me okay? Yes, I do. I'm like watching you on Twitch or something. Excellent, excellent. Uh, right. Uh <laughs> it's so interesting though that like it's it's only a voice thing because usually we do like a video call and stuff. So like this is uh, this is slightly unusual, but like mm. yeah, I'm all here for it. Yeah, well we're here now. We're we're for some reason we're still in the dungeon, even though we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Let's um, let's crack on with day two, shall we? Okay, absolutely. First of all, I actually have to uh, you know make a public announcement. Ooh. T right here has the loveliest voice, so I'm she not does. going to sound as lovely as she was. Okay, so everybody, apologies for the mistakes in advance. <laughs> like uh, this, this is not going to be as sophisticated and and beautiful and just overall eloquent. You know, you know, the way she described, like, every outfit in detail, like, I felt like I was there. Like, this is unbelievable. Um, it's like, <laughs> is she doing, like, metadata uh, as a hobby or something? He's anyway, just too so good. It, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, I wish my name would be that cool. I wish. Uh, but no, it's it's not. It's not. It's uh, it actually has a very, very boring story to it. Like my my family name literally means big in Hungarian. So, yeah. And I'm so new to these things that I actually tell my real name. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't yeah, worry. That, the podcast for some reason is still going up under my real name. So whatever. We're we're both we're both there. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I mean, K-pop day was really amazing, as far as I heard. K-hip-hop day was equally great. So let's mm. let's see what's gonna happen. Let's uh, let me see if I can get the where's the schedule for hip-hop day. If I can bring that up, I can't even find it on there. I don't yeah, think it's there BTS anymore. back again. Yeah, it was no mistake, Benji. No, actually, I didn't plan that in advance, though. Uh, <laughs> that, but yeah, like the the bubble tea squad thing is. We actually <laughs> met up uh, just before. Um, just before the K-pop day started. So we all of us met up mm. with like the old crew. So uh, this was like a full on K weekend for us. Yeah, K hip hop day. Let's see, mm. let's see. So we, uh, it was a slightly different start to the day than for K-pop day, right? Cause um, K-pop day, we literally turned up like an hour before it started and just got straight in, no problems. K hip hop day, not so much cause it was actually a lot more popular. Yeah, which was something that we were we were actually thinking about, like, what's going to happen? Is it going to be more popular? Is it going to be, you know, equally popular? Like, mm. what's, the, what's the deal? Like, because this is an interesting indicator, I was wondering, like, whether K-hip-hop is more, not more popular, but just generally uh, gathers more um, attention. Because uh, in the past, as far as I, I heard from you guys in the UK, and then also during the times that I was living there, that... Um, 
it often happened that they totally miscalculated the numbers and then they booked like this small theater for Jay Park mm-hmm. and then and the tickets were sold out within seconds. That was really So annoying. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that the other year. So, Jay Park did a tour, I think, in like 2019 and I was going to go to it, but then it sold out like immediately because they, they booked this tiny little theater, which obviously he can do a stadium here. He's super popular. But yeah. Absolutely. As he showed at the end, but we're going to mm. start from the very beginning. This is actually, like, uh, as far as I can see, this post is in no uh, performance order. Yeah, so, it's just like, all the acts. <laughs> just all the acts, yeah. And oh, no, this actually, is actually it's in, a teaser. Well, it's, it would have been in reverse order, but they messed it up because they put PH1 all the way up here when he should be at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, very good point. Very good point. So we got in like without any serious problems, actually. Like, mm. okay, maybe the queue was a bit longer, but like nothing really special, like yeah, compared still, to festival in, experiences. Like, still in before PH1 got on, so we were happy. Yeah, that was a very important point, everybody, because PH1, we are both huge fans of PH1. And mm. now you can't see it, but like as in true Ildi style, I did make notes. So, yeah. here is absolutely, PH1. I have. Yeah, I have to be. I have my. Listen, you really wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that even a question? Of course, I have the notes. Yeah. There were so many nice things so with PH1. See. Yeah, PH1 oh, kicked off okay. the show. He was absolutely awesome to kick off the show with. We all got really into it. The whole mm-hmm, crowd was loving mm-hmm. it. Bouncing, loving it. He played like. I feel like he played a really good mix of like his rap stuff, which I don't love as much, and his R&B stuff. So, like, he had, like, Pack It Up for the rap stuff and, like, a couple of other kind of, like, everyone was bouncing and loving it. Guys next to us were, like, rap-handing like crazy. And then, like, he also had, like, Like Me and Homebody and, like, Cupid, all these, like, awesome songs that we just adore, like, absolutely adore. So, yeah, he mixed it up really well. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, and then we just we just absolutely adored. I like that because I do think he was quite adorable. Like, just the way he carried himself. Like, he's he's very, um, just approachable. I would mm. say. Like, he feels like a totally normal dude who just happens to be crazily talented, and he and he just walks around, fits the bars super casually. Like, and and just. Uh, I think his soundscape in comparison with a lot of artists that perform, especially the one that we are going to talk about, like where we went to get some, uh, you know, drinks, uh, like he was just so <laughs> diverse, like exactly how you said, like when it comes to, you know, the more hip hop style things, his R&B stuff, the stuff, the song that I sent in to kind of request it, it's all right. Like that, gosh, like I've been obsessed with that song, not just because of the lyrics, mm. but generally like it's just a really amazing production. So I think his set, um, really almost, almost was almost like a teaser for like what's to come because mm. there were so many different types of uh you know hip hop hip hop acts performing and uh and R&B acts performing so it's almost like he encapsulated everything it was just utterly charming the the crowd was like totally supporting him there were signs everywhere like we are proud of you Harry that was That's really great. touching everyone was so supportive in the crowd like there were signs everywhere like on this Instagram you can see there's like signs PH1 and there's like one that's like, oh yeah, another one here. And like someone's had a, like I'm a homebody. And there's another one just saying, as Ildi said, Harry, we're proud of you, which is his real name. And that was like really quite touching. And he was like kind of loving it. I think he, um, was he the one who gave out albums as well at the end of his set? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him who gave albums. Yeah. We were very sad that he didn't give it to us. Though. <laughs> I mean, uh, we were hoping he was uh, going to like anyway. risk injury and just like frisbee it like a hundred feet to us, but it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, wow. But he went around like wow. the golden circle, handing out albums and like thanking people. It was really nice. Absolutely, and it, it was not cringy at all, guys. Like it wasn't like you know what, like uh, I have way too many, uh, and mm. just gonna give something out because like it doesn't fit in my bag, and I need to carry some like you know whatever stuff that I got here in London back. It, so it was it was just like something that came very natural, and I also think that his popularity and just you know the way people like him that much also comes from the fact that he he did a lot of like podcast stuff, and mm. through him we got and it kind of. Um, the door into K-hip-hop and like the way he sees things, like the, the stuff that he produces. So I think he's sort of a bridge to a certain extent when it comes to just because of his background, which was mm. uh, really great to kind of see in person. And yeah, I think he sounded brilliant and he was harmonizing with himself a lot, yeah. <laughs> which I, oh, I enjoyed so much. That's just how very, you very show visual. people that you're not miming. <laughs> he oh, like yeah. there was backing track Harry rapping and then real Harry rapping along in a different pitch. This weird ass oh, harmony yeah. he was going with, and it was great. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> he was and his it. harmonies are yeah, and his his harmonies are also very very complicated. So it's it, it's not it's not an easy mm. arrangement whatsoever. So it's not like you know what, like let's just uh, you know. Do, do something very uneasy and like I'm gonna do whatever random high note like it's it does not work that way so yeah that, he, so that's actually one vote. of the things that surprised me the most about ph1 mm. is like a lot of the times when you watch people rap live they're just kind of rapping in whatever pitch is comfortable to them but he was like oh, yeah. on pitch of how he raps on the record perfectly on like everything it was like really amazing because I expect it to be a bit messy when you hear rap live but his mm. was like perfectly controlled. Absolutely, I, I I agree, and it's just yeah, he has a great sense of rhythm, mm. like and, and and just really came through. Like, oh, I think PH one, like we started on a high. Like yeah. we have to say, like we started on a high, and and we really <laughs> wanted to see him perform. Um, mm. So, <laughs> and then yeah, we transitioned like, to not so much of a high after that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> when a bit of, like, this guy, sounds. this guy turned okay, up. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so before we hurt anybody's feelings, because like this has been the dynamic. You, look, look all right, you're, you're preaching to the choir here because everyone here oh. was fans of the podcast with Stephen, where him and Josh oh, yeah, would know, frequently talk about how shit Doki is. <laughs> so you're hey, not going to have like... any problems with that. <laughs> okay, well then, then here here is my chance then to be honest, because here's the thing, guys. Like uh, you know, back in the day when we did like a lot of the bubble tea squad stuff, like usually I was trying to be more of the PC person. Like, mm. you know, like, okay, guys, let's just like find a middle ground. There must be a reason why he's like that, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but, like, some people might like this. But here's the thing like, I had this analogy already on the spot. Like, you're, um, there's this film called uh, When Harry Met Sally, and then like the famous line is, You had me at hello. <laughs> and in our case, <laughs> He lost me at Beverly Hills. <laughs> the first song he did. Yeah. The first song. He started like, okay. So first he started cursing. Yeah, uh, yeah every, every time he of. talked, right, it was, this is motherfucking real hip-hop. Who's here for the fucking oh, real hip-hop motherfuckers? It was like exhausting listening to this guy talk. Cringy <laughs> as well. Like, like, you guys can hear that I'm not a native English speaker. It doesn't sound good when somebody's trying to force this, like, 
imitated swag, oh, which, which in his view, 80% is cursing for some reason. Mm. And I was like, excuse me, sir, can we just call your mother? Like, because <laughs> you seem to be very interested in other people's mothers. So, <laughs> you know oh. what, like... <laughs> for the... Um... <laughs> Uh, for, the, for the people on stream, right, uh, this, in the white hoodie, this is Doki, and this is his hype man, who for some reason was oh, yeah. there, running around, not really fine. contributing I mean, much. Like, <laughs> I mean, we are all about, like, you know, having, you know, having friends, supporting friends, like, it's okay, because he was doubling a lot of his lines, see? So, yeah. like, so in his case, it, it helped kind of, like, the delivery, which he wasn't delivering much, by the no, way. No, like, he was he not. wasn't rapping that much. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the Jesse thing in a minute. Don't don't you worry, yeah, guys. Yeah, I've got uh, the was... the clip ready. <laughs> don't you worry. Oh, yeah, it's very interesting. Anyway, so Doki oh set uh, as uh, a that was um that was um that was our golden child moment where we decided that was when we were getting tea. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I honestly I think it's it's that comparison doesn't work that much because golden no. child like even if they didn't uh, you know sing that much live it's oh no still, they did they were good Doki was not at that level okay no no so, this is this is no disrespect to golden child because that was like my preconception no. that i wasn't going to enjoy it but they were actually pretty good whereas doki i knew i wasn't going to enjoy and he was fucking awful <laughs> it's just i think his attitude was not right like that's, stunk, that's the thing man. like because i do think i do think that his style of hip-hop which was was a bit stuck in the 2000s, yeah. um, but very it's okay, blame. you know, it's okay. Uh, there is very much a revival, but like one of my favorite shows, you know, Street Woman Fighter and now Street Man Fighter. Yeah, hip hop all the way, great. <laughs> but I think his lyrics were unfortunately also stuck in that period of time. So yeah. it was not much originality, whether it was rhythm or just like this, the message that he was trying to deliver didn't really sit well that were in the crowd either. So like people were, you know, cheering and some people were enjoying it and whatever. But I would say there was not mu not that much enthusiasm. Yeah, uh, even even his to... style, like, look at this, like, this is straight out of the 2000s. Yeah, which yeah. once again, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, you can do that, just don't just... be a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's all um... it is. So for next year, my suggestion would be like definitely get somebody who does this style of hip hop because it's needed and it's it's it made the lineup way more representative. But maybe not him. You know, there could be other people. Mm. My vote is for Big Naughty, who I yeah, really same. want to see next year. But have, uh, a, have but, a look uh, at these comments, by the way, on the on this uh, this this Instagram post of it. Everyone's like, oh, thanks for ignoring the people fainting in the crowd. Everyone was screaming to shut the show and he just kept going. He had the worst attitude. Imagine dissing the other artists you're performing with. He was the worst part of the festival. So this is not just us being haters. He just was a oh, prick. Yeah, yeah. No one liked him. <laughs> like, people were yeah. getting hype. Some people were, like, bouncing along and enjoying it. But it's pretty obvious that not everyone enjoyed this. And he was kind of a dick, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, that... It was also, I think, not just not just the fact that like we didn't have alcohol at this festival, but the fact that everybody came here to enjoy something that we love together. Like yeah. there was a sh there was a shared love, palpable love in this in the air, and then he just bursted that little bubble of joy that we have in this cruel world where things are just getting worse. And then this guy comes and just talks rudely. Like yeah. why, 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 why? So we were not pleased, uh, to say the least. No. Uh, but we were like sitting with our bubble tea and just like dishing Laughing. him in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loudly talking like, about how shit he was. <laughs> very loud. 
yeah, very loud. At one point, I was afraid that some people might think, like, you know what, this is my bit too much. But I think, as you can see in the comments, uh, a majority of the crowd agreed with us. Um, and a lot of people went to get some toboki mm. and, you know, and some bulgogi or, you know, anything that was available during the set or just queuing for the water. That was another Yeah, that was a massive uh, queue know, for the water to day, too. That sucked. But yeah, it again, was, um, once again, very hot, very hot <laughs> it was, day. It was funny when we were just sat drinking tea, dissing this guy. Like someone turned around and looked at me while I was saying it, and I just kept going. I didn't care. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. This guy's awful. He deserves this. <laughs> like he sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, yeah, he just deserves every bit of it. He's just a, a yeah. Basically, bit of a what he said wasn't it like what? What exactly what he said? Uh, I, I got the that, clip. Like, Hang on, I'll play. He's the absolute best, right? Yeah. So, so here's um just... here's a, a clip right of of the festival. Uh, it's okay, it's, it's going it. to be part of this set and then also Jessie's set who I think came on next, didn't she? Um, Je so, yeah, Jessie did came on next. Yeah, so you'll get a bit of Doki and a bit of Jessie. Oh, let me make this big too, hang on. Uh, so <laughs> this is this is what he said. After me, I read better than anybody. Talk about he thinks he's the best. Let's fucking go, Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Bye. fucking go. There's a lot of good artists Here's out today. Hey, today's hip-hop night, right? But we got a lot. We got some Jig Park. She's loving we got it. We got some Noko. We got some EIE. What the fuck is Doki talking about? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is Doki talking about? She's right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, uh, that's probably probably best we leave Doki there. I think we've shot yeah, him yeah, enough. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, by the way, yes, very important to say, by the way, that like this, uh, this speech of Jesse, this is what got into news and not just yeah. like international, like K-pop news, but also, uh, as far as I've seen, also K-media covered it. Mm. Um, so, but it's important that he actually also, she, after that, like, okay, so he didn't came, uh, came back to the stage, luckily, uh, but she actually went on and talked a bit about more, the, bit more about the issue. And she basically said something along the lines of, because we are all the best here. So yeah. she even was gracious to include him in the list. Okay? Yeah, she was like, everybody so was, here is the best. They're just different. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like dissing him back, uh, which she could have done easily. Mm. Uh, but instead, she, she was gracious and, and just, you know, obviously like very, you know, yeah, fiery is, as Jess is. <laughs> but, and then I think with that note, we can go into, you know, Jesse's set. She was uh, somebody that I was waiting for because Jessie is my personal confidence coach, everybody. Like, if I have this really shit today, I'm just like, I'm a different type of beast. <laughs> this is what I put on. I march into the office. And then, like, you know, uh, when somebody talks shit to me, I'm like, but it's okay. So, yeah. Go, Jessie. It's your personal anthem. Love the girl. Like, she's great. Anyway. Uh, and also, she's older than me. So, she's like, she's like my older sister who will just tell me that you know what like you can make it and it doesn't matter i, I fought so she's, hard uh, anyway she's your senani over, over. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, whew, okay i'm getting emotional right? <laughs> because I'm, i was just like waiting for her and i was like giving my phone to you of just like you have to feel this yeah this. because i was too excited like too excited and and have to say that jesse got the admiration um, from basically all genders represented, everybody mm. loved her, which is doesn't necessarily happen. That like we can sometimes see with you know K-pop artists, especially that like there are all these funny charts, isn't it? About like you know the 
you know, like who likes the girl groups, who likes uh, the boy yeah. groups. When they're like 97% male or whatever, yeah. Yeah, this was split. Yeah, like in here it didn't matter. Like the K-Hip-Hop day, I have to say, was so diverse. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and I don't know, compared to the K-Pop day, but like it was also feel felt, you know, a bit more diverse in age as well. Like it, literally all sorts of people turned up, mm. which was awesome to see. Like really awesome to see. So what about Jessie's set? So what did you think? Um, yeah, she was really good. She really brought the energy. She got everyone ready. She was she was cracking me up because every time she talked, she'd like accidentally curse, and then she get told in her ear that she can't curse and go like, "Oh, sorry, guys, I can't curse." <laughs> and then like two minutes later, she's like cursing again. <laughs> she just didn't. Oh, yeah. At the end, she just didn't really care. It was just really funny. But uh, yeah, she was very funny on the mic, like telling a lot of stories and like it was quite cute. She um. She recognised loads of her fans. Like, um, there was... What was the guy? It was Rafi or someone? Someone that, who's, like, her oh, fan yeah, who Rafi, makes a lot of Rafi. content. And she, like, literally at one point was like, Oh, Rafi, I see you. I love your stuff. And, like, was, like, chatting to him, basically, across the crowd. And, like, the same with, like, she saw one girl and was like, Oh, you came to my concert. I remember you because you're really pretty. And, like, it was really, like, quite nice what she was saying to her fans. And like so obviously, the, obviously, performance-wise, yeah, she's she's Jessie. She did a great job on her performance, and everyone was loving it. But yeah, it was um, yeah, she was killing it. And then I just got a bit annoyed when she kept going on. <laughs> oh yeah, which is totally understandable because we will get to the next artist in a minute. Yeah. Another note on Jessie though that she uh, basically just confessed that she's very tired. She has like a huge jet lag and whatever. Yeah. Um, which also resulted to her not singing that much. But mm. one thing is is uh, is certain that Jesse is a born not just a born entertainer, but also he's, she's a very seasoned entertainer. So even if it's in a situation like this where she's basically she sang beautifully and brilliantly, like she she was just amazing. Like at one point she was like, you know, the, her husky voice is really special. Like you instantly recognize it, and she was just hitting these high notes. And like me and other like you know other girls, I think they were behind me, were just like fainting. I was holding <laughs> on to you. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Anyway, um, so yeah, she was brilliant, but like you can see how much experience she has when it comes to just personal relationships. She took so many pictures with the fans, which mm. at one point felt a bit too much, maybe because she, like the show was like dragging on. But like from the from like a fan's perspective, there was someone who clearly showed like I'm here for you guys. I'm grateful to you, mm. and this I'm gonna appreciate everything that you do for me by calling you out by taking pictures with you by signing stuff and noticing you and recognizing you which kind of sent a message uh, about the entire event that the relationship uh, when it comes to k-pop artists and k-pop artists and the fans is something completely different to mm. what we see like in other realms of the world like it felt that we were appreciated even we weren't like jesse's biggest fans she took the time and the effort and and I was like, you know what? Like, this is why we are devoted to these things, mm. and uh, this is this is why these relationships are special. So, I this was kind of like the main message for me uh, when it comes to Jesse. Other than the fact that she looks absolutely gorgeous, obviously she was mm -hmm. like sporting this under boob trend that uh, this is uh, taking over some of the K hip hop scene. And just when she came out, like, oh my god, everybody, wow. <laughs> Just like, wow, whew. I mean, it was hot, but it got even hotter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time Huge she like, did a couple Huge. of dance moves, everybody went crazy. 
Yeah, but like, you know, like it's understandable. It's Jesse after yeah. all. And again, she was very good with the crowd. And it's, it's also kind of, she was also teasing us. Like when you, do you guys know this song? You must be new fans then. And then <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, she was, uh, she was very funny on the mic. Uh, I think the only thing I was oh, a little yeah, bit, she was so there's funny. only like two things I was slightly disappointed with, which is that one, she only really played like a lot of her newer stuff. Because mm. I quite like a lot of her older stuff, like Senani and like that kind of era but it was like the oldest thing i think she played was gucci but yeah, oh, yeah. like a lot oh, of yeah. it was just like stuff in the last few years which a lot of it's good but like some of it i don't really like that much so for me it wasn't amazing and then like the only other thing that really annoyed me was like it was like really cute that she was like she went down from the from the stage and went and like took loads of photos with her fans and stuff but after a while i was like we got a show here you gotta to stick to your time slot please get back on stage and finish oh, yeah. <laughs> Because literally, she like she went down, did like five minutes of taking photos with fans, and was like, right, okay, I've got to finish up the show, and started heading back, and then went yeah. back down again and took more photos, and then went round to another part you of the stage and took more photos, no. and then like went yeah. back up on stage, and then someone like shouted uh, like um, like uh, holiday or whatever, and and then she was like, oh, hang on, I got to go down and take more, and it was like, Jesse, please. <laughs> Please just finish the show. My favorite act is coming next, and you're eating into the time slot. <laughs> but yeah, aside from that, yeah, like, she was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so funny because she did recognize it, and 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 uh, and then like when she realized, like uh, like she went maybe ten, thirty minutes over time, mm. and then but then she made and I mean I could just go on and on about Jesse, but. Uh, but now let's move to the next uh, artist with that segue because she yeah. made a really accurate introduction for the OG Opas, everybody. <laughs> Epic High is in the house. And that was the moment when, uh, when I was like, I might do, uh, you know, I will split my attention between the stage and my lovely friend on my <laughs> side because uh, I just wanted to see you seeing them if that makes sense like i I went a bit crazy it made the show even better (laughs) it made the show even better seeing you just being over the moon and epic high everybody i those were the ones like they were the ones where i felt like you know what like if they come near us again buying the tickets yeah in no time it doesn't get better than epic high it just doesn't it's like impossible to get better than epic high they are the best live band like ever they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I do have to say like this is one of the one of the uh, cases again when you when you have the OG Opas as like Jesse mm. Jesse put it you have you have these people like who are clearly incredibly experienced and then they also have like a very very long discography so it means that they just tried out many things and um, they also they're also like um, I would say. Uh, self-reflective enough uh, mm. to kind of select songs that fits the crowd but also showcases their identity to you know maybe fans who are you know either new or they they just they knew they know who they are but they don't know their music that much so mm. they they actually prepared a rather varied set in terms of styles yeah all um, sorts of eras so, they had, so they this had is the fly point where, from like way yeah. back in the day like 06 07 they had like well yeah you have to but what sort of songs they played like ben you have to list them because yeah, you are the expert when it all sorts they played like face id obviously from last year they played mm-hmm. uh born hater obviously is always the last song they play they played love 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 they played one you know <laughs> they played yeah all sorts like just like they played uh new beautiful 
they played so oh, many different my, eras. I have to say that was my favorite. I, le- I looked it up afterwards and I was yeah. like, this song has just a great message, like a really, really good message. And also fun fact about that song, because I, I posted it on my Instagram, just like, you know what, like I'm having such a great time, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And like, it's uh, it's uh, it's amazing to be, be here and what a great song. And then like a totally random friend of mine, who I didn't even know that like, and apparently he doesn't know anything about like K-pop or K-hip-hop, but, they, but he does know Epic High. He, uh, he, was like, I <laughs> he might have really played FIFA back like, in the day because they had a song no. on FIFA back in like 2007, which was Fly, which Possibly. they played. So I think yeah, quite a, yeah, there's yeah. like a small following of people that played FIFA that like Epic High. <laughs> and then there's just like the rest of their fans. Absolutely. So I think this is what happened that like he, he just recognized the music. So mm. so Epic High's reach is way broader than I thought, yeah. which was amazing to see. I think another uh, you know thing that really was striking to me when it comes to Epic High that like, you know, obviously you knew like what's going to come when it comes mm. to the gigs and jokes and whatever. But, you know, it was never awkward. No, like, clearly really they did funny. it many, many times. I it's wanna. Just, you're just naturally funny. <laughs> I wanna play a little bit of um, a fan cam yes, of their set, do. which is them please introducing do. themselves to the crowd. <laughs> oh my! Like I love that. I. <laughs> so I'm gonna play that now. Okay. I guess to do that. Uh, my name is. It's <laughs> 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 their intro. Creator of K-pop, DJ Two Cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Here's Mithra. In South Korea. <laughs> I was so surprised, by the way, when this happened. Yeah. I was like, what is this music? They play that the Avengers theme, like these triumphant songs where they're all introducing themselves. It's so great. I think one of them was also like the 20th century Fox, like. Uh, yeah, that was that was Mithra. <laughs> <laughs> it's epic. <laughs> Tableau. Yeah, see, it is like boxing. It does. Yeah. <laughs> epic. It did feel like that, but, but the, 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 just Hello, well, you know what they when they talked over it and like all these specific it's interruptions, it's like self mocking, but like in a very lovable way. Like they have this. Yeah. We missed you very, very. Even very though all good. this after all the success <laughs> that they had. Anyway, I'll finish it afterwards. Nah, you're good. It's okay. We see most of it's it. It's like you know, just like. It's just like after all the success they uh, they had, like they still kept this like self depreciating humor, which was a very very nice contrast to uh, mm. another performer that we talked about already. Uh, you know who could just learn from his songs. Yeah, uh, Doki could have a have a little look at Epic High and and think about it a bit. You know, yeah, <laughs> there was you know, just like... that bit where um they were talking about um. They were going to perform a song by a, a, a guy who invented K-pop. And, you know, oh, yeah. he went from a, a boy with great visions to a haggard old husk of a man. And then it's just DJ Two Cuts. <laughs> they just absolutely killed it. They, they are like... That was brilliant. They're comedians. They're the best rappers in Korea. They're amazing songwriters. You can't get better than this. It's just like, come on. I think, you know, my favorite part was like, I, I started laughing so hard, but like, Haru's, op- Haru's Appa, Haru's <laughs> yeah. father. It's like, oh, Jesus, this is just, yeah. 
because it's it's true because i remember i remember tablo talking about this like there are like younger generation people who don't recognize him that much but they know that he's haru's father yeah so it's like that's just was like a really nice like he's very self-aware mm. um on so stream right it, now this is uh was, they did this thing where they brought out uh like a blank t-shirt and they all signed it and wrote like the date and where it was and then they had they had Mithra throw it into the crowd and we were like okay that's gonna get nowhere near us then he fucking like loved this so hard it hit the sound desk (laughs) which was like yeah which we were stood right next to but it was crazy this guy has got a hell of a throw on him (laughs) it was incredible I mean they were they were very fit, actually. Like, yeah. Uh, I think was it was it DJ Tukas who like who did a whole like dance set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what, what, what the hell is happening? <laughs> that's like, what is that's how on? they intro one of their songs. They go, uh, and now the dance that invented K-pop, and it's their song "Fan," oh, and they're all doing the little like run dance together. It's awesome. I, it I had the best genius. time. I was way too busy jumping around, shouting, and having fun to film any of it. So I'm sorry you haven't got any footage of it, but yeah. It was my favorite footage. So I think I'm going to put together a video of this and then I'm going to put it on the channel. So like if you guys want to watch it, then you you will see you will see our lovely Diggy jumping around. (laughs) I have footage of that. It did happen. I have proof. I enjoyed it far too much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definite highlight of my weekend. It was awesome. What's what's not to enjoy? (laughs) Let's face it. What's not to enjoy? It was amazing. Mm. Really, really cool. And at that point, I did feel a bit tired, I have to say. Yeah. I was like, okay, so we jumped around so much. Uh, and I mean, we had uh, the mood brought back scary. down and chilled out by the lovely Lehi. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was also the point where we needed to get some water because it mm. was just like a scorching heat. Uh, and she is, I have to say, she's way more feistier than I imagined her to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she was... Um... Yeah, really giving it some. I was a ki- kind of sad because a lot of the crowd didn't seem to know her songs. Hmm. Like she'd she'd like do the like singing a bit and then pass the mic and then you wouldn't hear much. And I'm like, how do you not know this? It's one, two, three, four. It's a great song. But like, yeah, we were too far back to really sing much along with it. But she was really great. She was like her singing live. Like she, I don't think she cared that much about having like an in ear monitor or whatever. She just felt it and like went for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like she, she was so came loud as a musician. Yeah, she definitely came across as like an artist and musician. Like it mm. didn't she was very laid back but in a good sense. It it wasn't like that she was either trying hard or or just really concentrating on being a pitch. She was really feeling the music and you could you could feel her musicality. Mm. Like how she was like riding the beat and like you know changing up sometimes like the the melody to kind of fit the mood. So it wasn't like the she ate CD type of uh, uh, you no, know thing it that was we often say when it comes very to much yeah, her very interpretation. Mm-hmm. Which which once again was um something that kind of lifted for me like the prestige of this event that we are getting this these people in mm. who are who are, who are like amazing artists and and they are here to kind of create music with us if that makes sense that they are reacting there is this like acting reacting when it comes to the crowd like she totally you know became one with the crowd especially though especially her like core fans who were like in the front and mm. really cheering for her so like it was lovely to hear her i was i actually was hoping that she would sing a ballad as well yeah. uh, but the she mood was only. not right for it she she did sing only at the end and that was really like pretty and like really 
you know, quite soothing after we've been, well, at least I've been jumping around like crazy. The Epic oh, yeah. Riot really, like, helped bring me, like, make yeah, me like- calmer for the rest of it. And it was, like, really, her vocals were beautiful, man. Like, uh, I filmed some of it. I, th- I don't know if I filmed all of it, T, but I did film some of it. Uh, I've well, Let me try and find the video, if I can try and add it on here. One sec. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, like uh, also it. like uh, in the meantime, I think another interesting things when it thing when it comes to her that like um, uh, she also came me. across as somebody who just like really friendly. I think her image sometimes comes across a bit bit of bit of a cold person. It's mm. it's almost like you know there's like these deep songs that like sometimes have like heavy messages to it, but like she's just really warm and kind. Yeah. So. Um, so once again, like, uh, I was very much convinced that, like, finally she's getting the recognition. Like, for years and years she was in the, it was kind of like in the dungeon, you know, as we know. Uh, but it's amazing to kind of see her and and and, um, and also it it didn't hurt the kind of the mood of the event that, like, Epping High was putting everybody on a high, yeah. huh, pun very much intended. Like, it was more of like a calm mood. It didn't... It wasn't like that the people disappeared and just like went and did some rest. It was more like a real festival mood. People were some in the back were sitting down, kind of like enjoying, trying to find some shade and enjoying the music. So it, it, yeah, it was definitely more of a, more of a music festival and less than a concert, if you'd like. Mm. So, oh, T, yeah, I didn't film only. My apologies. I was too busy enjoying the moment. <laughs> oh. I filmed one, two, three, four and red lipstick. But uh, I only filmed Epic at like uh, Lehigh a lot because... Zozo specifically asked for us to film it because she wasn't going to be there day two. So oh, yeah. I, I basically filmed the stuff that Zozo asked me to film, and then just got like one video of other stuff. Uh oh! I'm in Somebody. the I'm in the doghouse with T now. Unfortunately, hey, <laughs> she yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. asked me. Let me see if it's I can find fake. a video of it. One sec. Uh, I'll have to look on YouTube. <laughs> I can do that for you now. Don't worry. I'm sure I'll find it. <laughs> Lehigh only, MIK Festival, right, okay. Let's put this on for her for a sec. <laughs> uh, here you go. This is specifically for tea. Enjoy. <laughs> we'll play a bit of only. Here you go. Oh yes, yes, Lemon, very much, very mm. much like it. Yeah, she was really lovely, really, really lovely. You can hear like every layer of how great her voice is when you're there too. By the way, important point, I think the sound team did really well. Oh yeah, the sound was fantastic. Oh yeah. Which is not that obvious, actually, when it comes to such varied artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were singing along, so that, that was really good. Like, with every artist, you had, like, a core group singing along. Not everybody there were people singing There's that power. There you go. Well, that'll be the, the segment we show in this anyway. But that's that's on YouTube. Enjoy it. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, Lehigh was pretty epic. Great vocalist. Yeah, a lot of people filmed stuff. Like we, we only filmed like bits and bobs. I think a lot of people filmed it. Like that's that's something that I agree. When it comes to when it comes to you know kind of like our mm. 
uh, you know, opinion about like uh, people filming entire concerts. But when it comes to us watching back, it's still a good thing. So yeah, well, to there be honest, that's one ground. thing I was really impressed with at both days was that I actually could see everything. <laughs> <laughs> which is quite like abnormal for K-pop concerts over here because usually it's been blinded by phone screens everywhere but there wasn't that many people near us at least filming oh, oh yeah remember when we went to see Crush yeah that's, like, that pissed to... me off so much when we saw Crush like I was trying to enjoy oh, yeah. this these beautiful songs being sung fantastically by this guy and everyone's screaming and there's phones everywhere and I'm like I can't hear or see it what's the point but this I mean, was we were much on floor better. too, like, like, and then we were literally just enjoying the music. But mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, understandably, uh, when he moved his hips, like with like one, and we do, he took like one step left and one step right, like people were you could no to, longer but, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. T. I, I almost uh, died as well uh, <laughs> from the harmonies because he would anyway that's a different concert yeah. but his runs his runs like he's I great would, live uh, he's again, great live his fans not so much <laughs> anyway no every fan has a different experience this yeah. is what this is what i always say that like if you love something you express your love differently right and like so for some people it's filming for some people it's screaming for some people it's swaying and for me uh, fainting, swaying, screaming, and everything in between. So there you go. Yeah. To be fair, I think I would have enjoyed Crush just as much if he was playing outside. I think it was the issue where we were in that theater and, like, you mm. literally, or like the light pollution from all these phone screens was mental. But if there was a sun, it wouldn't oh, be yeah, so bad. That's true. That's true. But we have one other suggestions that maybe when he finishes military military service, uh, then maybe he can come to MIK. Maybe next year. we'd like that. Maybe. Yeah, but like, actually, what? Well, who was next after Lee? Lee who was next? So next, we had Gray, the boy Gray. Oh, 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 oh! K-pop well, idol looking ass Gray. Guess who was in trouble? I mean, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! Okay, so he was the first one wearing makeup. Yeah. You know, if you don't count Jesse and and Lehigh, yeah. Lehi. Yeah. Like she was, so he was the one. Uh, he was the only guy who was wearing makeup, other than like basic foundation or something. Yeah. Uh, but like, oh, okay. So um, I'm one of those people who maybe, maybe accidentally, you know, just like clicked on some YouTube vlogs when Gray is, uh, you know, just exercising for some reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So uh, I, I already, I already um, had an idea that this guy's going to be very smooth, and I actually kind of recognized uh, like his singing talent on um, there was a show that I really liked it was an Mnet show when like artists collaborated oh I wish I would remember like um, mm. oh god yeah I remember you telling that, me about that I can't remember what oh yeah call, call call me up or like call you or whatever that was maybe somebody somebody knows it there somebody remembers it when there were like four different teams and then artists came in like every two weeks and then like they joined one existing team and they created a new song together so there were what, two seasons and the first season Grey was in it and they I think with uh, your lovely uh, you know favourite from Turbo oh uh, nice what Jungkook yeah yeah like he was uh, it was I think it was local Jungkook and Grey and oh, somebody else yes I've heard this song oh my god the song's great I can't remember what it's uh, called yeah, let's look it up. Anyway, so is it like, all to you or something? I'm... I think yeah, all to you. Like, yeah, all to you. Uh, Jungkook, Kwang Chiul, oh, UV, Loco, and Grey. Yeah, 
Yeah, Wang Chiu. How could I? How could I forget? I even watched I Am a Singer China for that guy. Okay, <laughs> so like that's 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 how much I was into him. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, so I was like, yeah, Gray finally coming out, uh, you know, behind the producing, uh, you know, bars and mm. and you know the producing room. He's he's out and he is hella smooth. He's just as smooth as his music is, and that's. Actually, it was not the first uh, time when the bras came out yeah. because day two because was Jesse, yeah, Jesse already <laughs> received some bras, but uh, Gray was also gifted mm. by the audience. Uh, had, had was very excited. I can't yeah, remember what, yeah, what color yeah. was his bra that he collected. I can't remember. Was it red? it was red? Yeah, I think it was I red. Was... He got a red bra. Oh, yeah. uh, Jesse got a pink one, and she was like, "Girl, this is way bigger than my boobs." <laughs> She was oh, great. she was just so funny. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Gray got. I think he he was a bit startled, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, when it comes to. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what to say. He was also, you know, talking a bit in English. Very, very lovely. Like very cute. I I love when people try. Like I I understand the feeling. I really yeah. understand the feeling. So I I just appreciate it so much. Um, and and also I think. His songs, he was playing a lot of like funky-ish, laid-back, mm. grey type of songs, very much like his own material. So I think people, and the sun was also setting. And and I think a lot of us felt that like, yes, grey, I would love to ride into the night with you. Just like how you sing it. My answer is yes. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grey got I, a lot I, of people I, I, very happy. There was a lot of girls near us that were like loving it a lot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, we were. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. But in all fairness, he was also like, you know, um, I think his backing track, though, uh, was a bit louder than the other people. Yeah, he um, um, he didn't sing a lot of his singing parts, I guess, because that's where his producing comes in to make it sound like he can sing when he actually can't. So he did yeah. a lot of his, his rapping parts, he did pretty much all of. But like, yeah, whenever he was singing, it was very obvious he was miming, and it was kind of a little bit. Oh, yeah. Bit yeah, cringy, yeah, that, that but... was a bit underwhelming, I do have to say. Uh, but honestly, I'm going to give him a pass. Uh, because it's um, <laughs> it's one of... Oh, yeah. That's where this got me. <laughs> the Jesse Pra quote is, that's too big, mine's not that big, you got big old titties. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that was yeah. that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that, that, that's probably what the exact quote. Um, yeah. In terms of Gray, I, I feel like I'm I'm gonna give him a pass. Just like yeah, he's a producer. It's such a difference. It's just a, such a difference to be a producer, and like it's one of one of those interesting things, isn't it? That he probably I would love to hear his demos, right? Mm. That like he well, he probably, actually sounds like uh, singing. Yeah, yeah, he sings a lot of lot of stuff for other people, uh, for for others to record. Oh yeah, um, like his guide vocals. His guy vocals. Oh, so you know, um, you know, Tableau from Epic High has had a really yeah. funny moment when he did uh, guide vocals for one of their songs once. Um, he did a song. They did a song called "Love Drunk" with Crush, and uh, yeah. he sung the, the he sung the um the guide vocal not particularly well because he's not a singer. Mm. And then played it to Crush, and they had a video of him of him showing it to Crush, and Crush just being like, "You sure about that?" Basically, which is really funny. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so I think Ray was exactly trying to avoid those moments. Uh, yeah. But I think he will he will gain more confidence. And generally, I think his singing voice and his rapping voice sounded really good. Mm. And it, and just you know his and I, when I went out, by the way, because uh, you know, spoiler alert, I needed to leave before the last uh, act, unfortunately, because my flight was leaving. I mean, it didn't leave, by the way, yeah. until you know one thirty. Uh, so I was just like at Gatwick Airport. 
whatever. Anyway, uh, so when I was going out and then I just met two random guys who was like listening in the park outside saying like, what great music. I never heard Korean hip hop before. Mm. Uh, and then I was saying that, okay, so so the last artist, Jay Park, will come up. And then that, so that was Grey before. And then Grey, yeah. And they, they told me like, Grey, yes, I, I heard that they already played a few of his songs because throughout the day when they introduced the artist, like they usually uh, kind of just did a bit of a, a teaser from like their most famous songs, such as kind mm. of like to set up the mood before they before they walk on stage. And obviously, Gray produced a lot of music. Mm. So in a lot of introductions, Gray's music was used. So it was like Gray, Gray, Gray. Yeah, that's that's um, one of the things he did when he came on stage too, right? He, oh, uh, yeah. he was like, my name is, and then just goes Gray in the background <laughs> with his little producer tag multiple times. That was pretty cool when he came on yeah. and did that. He, he had one of his like DJ bodies or who uh, DJ Wagon DJ Wagon so yeah he was there he was there and and I think his set was just um, kind of like a really nice mood mm. I was, I, this is what I was thinking that it just it's very hard to dislike Grace music because it's first of all uh, I think he has this distinct style but he also has diversity and just really is great for producing different type of artists without losing his identity if that makes sense mm. and just yeah it's just like a, a like a throughout whole smooth experience that really sets up the mood for the next artist as well who is like once again a great friend of his and the, i would love to say a great friend of ours but just like a great artist who we admire who was no other than loco yeah Happy smiley loco. That guy is just he really that that was my ip dog moment, okay, because I already <laughs> loved him. But I just wanted to hug him tight. I was like, Loco, oh it's, like, it's just a feel good set. You? Like Loco's set yeah, was so feel good. Because he just he had this beaming smile like through basically the whole thing. He you clearly he was loving being there. Yeah, and his smile is contagious, everybody. Like, his mm. smile in person, he's just, he's really the sweetest. But not in a, not in a way that would just, like, you know, a bit too gimmicky or just, uh, you know, aggy or anything like that. He's just generally, like, comes across as a genuinely nice person. Mm. You want to, like, can I just, like, share a drink with you? Or, I don't know, let's, let's um, go for a drive. Or, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, no, that, that's for Jay Park. Was... That's for Jay Park, the drive, because he played that. Oh, come on. Like, <laughs> you are thinking about different drives, okay? My kind of drive is just like beautiful Korean coast <laughs> and like grey local music is playing and it's like the summer and we go surfing. Hmm. Well, I mean, right? I mean, okay. drive, drive I is Jay Park and grey, so it works. Fine, fine. I mean, it's a long drive. <laughs> Many things can happen, but uh, back to Loco, everybody. So mm. it was really funny because, like, for some reason, once again, maybe he's just, he was surprised or he's that humble, but, like, everybody knew his songs. When he was like, did you guys uh, ever uh, hear about this song? He was just, again, once again, adorable English. He tried really hard. Yeah. Uh, and just, have you ever heard this uh, line? Gina Cho. Yeah. And everyone was and like, yeah. Was, <laughs> like, is that even a question? Is that even a question? Of course we heard it. Like, ah. Anyway, so it was just And then he amazing. was cutely explaining, like, just think of my friend, Gina Choi. <laughs> like, oh, Loco. You're so lovable. Oh, oh, oh. And then I think this picture is, is also kind of sums up, like, the way uh, his um, set felt. It was very comforting. Like, mm. 
he he is literally a friend that you would hang out with and yeah. and like when he was sitting down and he, he was singing this song that has the, the line it takes time it felt like this is healing music yeah like everybody got a bit healed from like the stress and like the everything that was going on which you guys described previously with the that yeah it has been such a long time since we went to concerts and i mean music can heal music has the power to bring people together and heal like there are not many not many opportunities when people gather so many people gather together and everybody leaves happily if you think about it you go for a to watch your favorite team play whatever sport that is mm. one team unfortunately loses usually and then you are a bit sad uh, or you are incredibly disappointed because you love that team and music has that power that everybody comes together and then everybody leaves happily mm. i mean that is just so unique and this event and local set like clearly proved that that um this is something special and they they did not take this opportunity lightly either like they were really bring giving them their all, all of the artists and i was thoroughly convinced that i made the right choice not just to attend this event but to got into this thing in the first place mm. and oh it was amazing i was um, so, yeah, i was sad that you, I, I was sad that you had to leave when you did because you missed some of the best bits of his set like, um, were you there when he uh, he played a song and he was like, "If you know the song, you're my day one fan." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was, was awesome. There. And there was people there I like being like, there. "I'm your day one fan," oh! going crazy. But like, um, uh, just as Ildi left, he started. He brought Gray on to the stage, and oh, then yeah. did some okay, collabs so this with is Gray. Where you, yeah, this yeah. is where you have to like tell the rest of the story because I was on my way to the airport, guys. Like, basically, it was a, this was a Sunday, and then I need to fly back to you know, to the country where I currently live in uh, to be mm. at work, unfortunately. And currently I have minus days, minus one day holiday left. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was still like, I was like, there's no way that I'm not going. And it was a great decision. Long story short, I was um, not sure that even with all the mess with the airlines these days that I will catch the flight. So I needed to leave a bit earlier to make sure that I get there. But still mm. many, many great things happened afterwards. So Ben, take it away. What else happened? Yeah, let me see if I can add this so you can see it on the stream one sec. Um, I got a little bit of a uh, little bit of footage of them performing We Are, which is what they did just as you left. Uh, do you hear this? On stream. I'm hoping you do. But that's uh, that's hopefully you heard it. That's them the performing "We Are" like right as Ildi left, which I was really sad about. So I had to film it so you could see it. But yeah, they uh, they started collabing right as Ildi left. It's really unfortunate timing, but uh, yeah, they were fine. awesome. That's they did that, fine. and then they even brought on Lee High to do "Party for the Night." Like it was missing, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so so Brilliant. good. And at, after that point on, it became like a, a basically like a festival, isn't it? I mean, it, the whole thing was a festival, but just like on stage as well. Yeah, it was like a high music AOMG get together after that, basically. Uh, yeah, because they had this and then um, then it was time for Jay Park's set. Of course, Jay Park, oh, most exactly. popular man in the building. He was people love Jay Park. He... I have to say I was I was rather sad. Like I, I have to say I was rather sad because there is especially after getting to know Holy bank. Again, I already mentioned street woman fighter, everybody. Mm. What a show. What a show. I'm, I'm a huge fan of like, you know, 
a Korean TV, so like uh, no, no wonder. But like Holy Bang is like Jay Parks, uh, like long time acquaintance, like you know Honey yeah. Jay is the choreographer for the for the amazing choreography for So I was very very sad that I didn't see that live. But you know what? Like my time will come. It's fine. Yeah, Jay Park. Um, Jay Park brought Holy Bang as his as his female dance crew, and then he brought he brought another crew that I think he called MVP, which was like a male dance crew. Who I assume are in Street Man Fighter or whatever, but uh, yeah, he had like these two awesome dance crews doing his backup dancing, and like Jesus, he did like he even danced a bit, which I didn't think he would, but he did like his choreography for um, Solo, which is my favorite Jay Park song. So that was oh, yeah, awesome my... to see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was a bit the... sad that I didn't hear. All yeah, I want to he... do is like a song that Kai almost have to have to say is like top. 15 songs to get me into you know k r&b and k hip-hop yeah. and like all i want to do is just i don't know it's just my gateway a, into this world here's a snippet of all i want to do uh, everyone was loving it is kick it with you oh what a line i mean it's just that the beat is really great let's face it it's just like what a yeah. great beat and he sings very well live like it's he does, yeah. He's great um, live. Uh, he really got the crowd Jay going, obviously, because he's Jay Park. But yeah, he was uh, he was great. He got everyone going. He brought on some of his friends. Like there was a whole I part have... that was basically just like a big dance performance with Holy Bang and MVP, and like oh, yeah. that was really cool. The Holy Bang were like great dancers live. They were really charismatic, and like yeah, um... I have to say, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead Emily. No, it's just like this this whole idea of like, I, I sort of felt that this is going to happen. And I think this is important to point out that this, clearly we know his track record. We know like all his businesses and his labels and like how hard he worked. But still, he could have just owned this moment and after a long time of not having concerts, be there just for himself and get himself celebrated because everybody obviously was swooning and just like oh my god jay park is here but mm. he still shared the stage with other people i mean that is an attitude that we don't see in many people yeah he um so i think he had the loudest had... cheers of anyone when he came out like um t will attest it was very loud when red velvet came out and started singing people went crazy but this was like a whole other level the screams that that jay park got like I, I felt like the world was shaking. He was the cheers were so loud. It was awesome, but uh, yeah, he was fantastic. I loved um, that he brought everybody else on to do stuff with him. Like uh, he brought back PH1. Yeah, he brought my PH1 for Iffy, and so here's a snippet of that. <laughs> Featuring me singing badly because <laughs> I love this song. But yeah, PH1 have been hanging around for like, what, six hours or something at this time? Six, seven hours? Because he's yeah, he just he been got, chilling backstage for ages. <laughs> like, he was, he was like, the first is act. Is there some Toboki left? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Some but yeah, cup, he came back. Ramen. Yeah, he came back on after all that time. <laughs> and, and yeah, did Effie. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Jay Park was just really feel good. I think everyone, personally, I was like, because I had a whole weekend of just chilling in a park. And like listening to great music, I just kind of was fading away at that point, just standing around, just enjoying the moment, and just not really paying that much attention to just feeling it. Because like, mm. 
I was exhausted by that point, but it was great. He was he was fantastic, great performer. Really cool yeah, that he brought so many people on with him, gave them a platform. But yeah, yeah he was. I think uh, he was saying like um, he was sad he couldn't tour more recently because he'd been obviously he came for that tour I was talking about earlier in 2019 where he did some tiny venue that was completely packed mm-hmm. out and impossible to get a uh, ticket for. So he was like, I'll be back soon. Maybe I'll bring my soju with me because <laughs> he's got a soju brand now, obviously. Oh, yeah, he's been promoting that. And I think that would be a great idea. I mean, maybe he should just like strike a deal with the organizers because as we mentioned, guys, there, were no, there was no alcohol. So maybe mm. there is an opportunity. But like generally, I think it's it's overall it was also a very good you know way to i mean we could have argued that like you know some jockey uh might was not needed uh that much for the lineup but generally i think it was a good build up and mm. just to kind of finish it up uh, in a way that like a lot of artists you know came back on stage and they they were able to kind of you know say goodbye to the crowd together i think it just the only thing i can hope for that they will do this again and the second thing that I'm hoping for, that even more people will, will uh, come and get the opportunity to see these people live. Yeah. All I'm saying, right, it. just do the same lineup, but replace Doki with Samuel So, and I'll be very happy. <laughs> I, I That's think all it I need. Be longer. Like, there is another day, like Samuel So, like, and this is, maybe this could be a good question to kind of, you know, wrap it up uh, this, uh, this uh, K-Hip-Hop day. Like, who would you like to have next year? Ooh. That's that's tough. Well, obviously Samuel So, he's my boy. Oh, here's all the dance crews mm. together with Jay, by the way, for their photo. And Gray, and PH1, <laughs> and Loco, <laughs> and basically nice. all of higher music, you know. But, uh, oh man, who do I want next year? I mean, for Hip Hop Day, I definitely... Because they, they kind of leaned into the R&B stuff as well. I basically just want an yeah. R&B day where I can have Samuel So, I can have PH1, I can have Jay Park, you know. I mean, who else do I want? I'd love to I see think... someone like Bronze, but he's way too mm. small to get anywhere near this. You know what? Like, my call would be uh, actually make it three day and make KRNB day or something. I agree. And I would love to see this crew called Bombing Tiger. Bombing Tiger, oh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen in Budapest, and then I've also seen them in Brighton, and they are. Fairly unknown, but I think they're going to get uh, recognition uh, rather mm. soon. I mean, they are kind of known in the indie world, I would say. But just as of either today or yesterday, they met like this, you know, small, you know, unknown artist. And they were hanging out like really a nobody, I would say, who, who who's, uh, goes by the name of RM. <laughs> okay. So I was like, my favorite such as meeting mm. at this rock festival in Korea. Why am I not there? Uh, but anyway, so basically, Bombing Tiger is an amazing crew. Um, and yeah. they have three guys and one girl, and then they're just like very varied music, super cool. So Bombing Tiger, and I would also say Big Naughty. I think mm-hmm. that, I have to say, he's very rather young. He's like he's 19 very young. or 20. But he's, his talent just uh, like tells otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like that he have I don't know, 10 years of experience already. So I would say also that would be great. And again, maybe even just to uh, just to make uh, the show a bit, uh, you know, more uh, diverse when it comes to performances. Bring maybe another hip hop crew in terms mm. of uh, hip hop dancers from Korea. Like, I mean, everybody who is uh, into this world knows that the choreos are just amazing. And now these dancers are getting this recognition as well in terms of like like general public. So mm. honestly, I could see a set 
with the dancers as well just doing some amazing uh, performances kind of like as a break or a separate thing and then join you know the artist so that would be really cool i think yeah not just holy bang but like your cocoa and butter like another like hip-hop crew would be awesome mm. so yeah so many great people but r&b would be amazing like just imagine zion t coming absolutely Ooh. i was about to say zion t i'd love to see zion t i'd like to see sumin she's really talented she could she could be Good. great for like an r&b day Oh, the thing yes, is, like, the, the acts I really want to see are, like, acts that wouldn't fit any of these days. Because, like, yeah. I'd love to see Sultan of the Disco live. I really want to see them so badly. But I don't think they're ever going to tour here. Uh, yeah. I, I'd love to see Linalchi live, even though nobody else would enjoy it. <laughs> they're great fun. I it, but I think that, once again, it's an interesting point. Because, you know, if this can get bigger, then they can make it that way that there is, like, a, you know, introductory... Mm. but it's like your more upcoming artists get a chance to kind of just get their first taste of performing you know abroad or just a showcase type of thing and if this gets connected because here's the thing the the at least that's that's something that we know that the kcc uk does a lot of uh, support for showcases when it comes to upcoming you know korean indie artists and stuff like if Mm. they would connect these two this could be an even bigger thing yeah, let's so, have let's have Yunsei for the K-pop day, hey guys. Let's have Yunsei. Oh. We love Yunsei. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of this could be an ongoing uh, discussion about who would be. You know what? This is a topic for uh, for uh, another live, which is the the best K-pop festival ever, <laughs> and then we can all come up with great solutions and come up with the imaginary yeah. uh, lineup. Let's have Rocket Punch. Let's have Bandit. I'll be happy I'm gonna with get that. <laughs> this like legendary guy who is like sings these songs from the seventies. Whatever. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, that. Uh, you know, you know who we need to open the ultimate K-pop festival. Who? Turbo. <laughs> that would get okay. everyone going. Come on. Absolutely. That's. I think that that's a great call. It's a great call. <laughs> that's the energy or you maybe, need. Also, maybe. Uh, Venus uh, by Shinwa. Oh yeah, of course. I'd like to get a Shinwa comeback. I would like to see. Yeah, I would just yeah. Just, just for all of us K boomers, just have all the old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out, like Koyote. Performed by Shinwa. This is yeah. what I'd like to see because I've seen performed by the by that song. I've seen it performed by so many other people. Now mm. I want to see the OG guys, okay, and doing the high kicks and uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Love to see that. Oh, brilliant. This has been really good to kind of, you know, catch up on everything and like hear the whole day. I hope you guys also enjoyed that it wasn't too long. Yeah, I hope we didn't bore you uh, all. <laughs> yeah, we just went on and on and on and on. Yeah, I think it would have been even better, like, if uh, more people could have come. But let's hope that everybody can, uh, you know, join the next time. Yeah, they next time it's announced, like... guys, get your get your flights in. We'll all meet you there. Oh, that yeah, I mean, like, I'll fly in again. Mm-hmm. I I will like move heaven and earth to make sure I can go to it if it's as good as it was this year. Oh yeah, I think even if it's half as good, it would still mm. worth it. Definitely, just to see these many like so I mean, many if they artists. if they bring Epic High again, it's worth the price just for them. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, yeah, 100%. it was it was a great. Time. I agree. Great, great time, and and thank you for talking to me about it, Ildi on here. Oh always a pleasure, and yeah. like I'm so happy that like uh, that Diggy's dungeon is episode two already so episode three can't wait mm. 
we still got calls to go after this too. <laughs> or oh at yeah, least that's one, true. That's true. I'm just rooting oh. for you to go on and like have the episode 50. But yeah, that was a good time. I, I hope everyone enjoyed it. And uh, thank you, Ildi. Thank you, T. I hope so too. And thank you so much as well. Yeah. Talk soon. <laughs> yeah, talk to you soon. Oh, I you. could call in. Somebody said could call in. <laughs> oh, Swither wants to call in. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. I'll need another break, but yeah, I'll um I'll let you <laughs> shift on now, Ildi, because I've taken quite enough of your time. Okay. <laughs> but I'll I'll talk to you later, buddy. Okay. Bye. Right. Okay. Uh. Right. After our lengthy, wonderful discussion of Mik, it's time for me to talk to the man himself, which is of course Swither, and he's going to talk about a very new girl group. So uh, I'm going to pull you in now, buddy. Hello, Swither. Howdy. He's there. Hello, Swither. How you doing, buddy? Feeling great. How about you? I'm feeling refreshed after chatting about all that MIK goodness. Yeah, that was a great recap. TLD, amazing. Loved hearing from both of you. Yes, we love you girls. And... Uh, apparently you also you maybe love some girls who you're going to come and talk about I have to continue the Stephen tradition of bad uh, segues if you haven't noticed yes I'm so glad to hear that, <laughs> that, sounded, that sounded so Stephen yeah <laughs> I'm learning already <laughs> beautiful so so who are you going to talk about today buddy okay so they're brand new uh, it's CSR it stands for Chut Sarang mm. you know first love um and uh, I honestly don't know the company at all, mm. but I mean, you know, let me not say too much about it before you watch it, you know? Okay, we can put it on however you like. CSR with their song Pop. I would, I would love that. Let's do it. I've got to get the poll working too, one sec. <laughs> <laughs> it's opened up the poll like seven times, I apologize.
Alrighty, CSR pop pop, give us your lowdown, Swither. Woo! Uh, okay, I mean, come on, let's breathe, that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, come on, like, like, as soon as I clicked on it, I was like, G-Friend. And yeah, I was like, that's lovelies. a good thing for me. Uh, but then it just kept being really, really good. I mean, you know, it's been a great year for songs named Pop, uh, <laughs> But, you know, pop question mark, pop exclamation point, that's a twist we haven't seen yet. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. I love the choreo, you know, a, a new take on a pop choreo, you know, that, I don't know, it's like knocking on the ceiling. I don't know what that move is, but I like it. And then, yeah, the, everything's so sweet. The chorus is great. And then you get to that bridge. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, I mean, the, the the part where, like, just the harmonic progression into the, you make me feel brand new. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. I love it. The, it looks like they, the, like they started getting members in 2019, like uh, A&R, but it looks like it was messy. There are a couple members that were supposed to, and then they got, uh, you know, pulled. And then it was managed. It's already on its second company, you know, like it started in a company called J Planet, which oh, I don't okay. know, but uh, NC.A, I, I, I don't know that. Artist, oh, yeah, NCA, but, we know her. Okay, I don't know her. Um, but yeah, that's J Planet. But then uh, now they're on a label called Pop Music. <laughs> very <laughs> Googleable, very easy to Google. Great name recognition. Uh, they have a group called Sway that I've never heard of. Don't know them either. Started in... Oh! Ailey! Oh, okay. Ailey. Yeah, she, she's on it. So so what you're saying, right, is that this song is is them... It's it's a it's like a conversation that someone's had about the company. Where they go on what they call pop? Yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why they called it this, you know? Your natural <laughs> questions about this group are pop? Pop. Yeah, it's it's a conversation between the members and their management. Yeah, oh, we're, we're they really pop, called it pop, pop entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? But yeah, I mean, come on, that song was amazing. The concept looks great. The dance is really cute. The mm. aesthetic, yeah, I mean, it's just taken me right back to like glass bead, mm. you know, Navalera sort of stuff. Um, and you know, there's a, a giant cavity in my heart that is waiting for something <laughs> like that. So. This just uh, immediately slotted right in. Yeah, and understandable. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm getting their streams up. It's definitely a sound that we don't get very much now, so it's quite refreshing to hear this. When like you show this someone this in like 2015, 2016, they might be a bit sick of it, but now it's like it's come all the way back around, and now it's fresh again. 
because we haven't heard this for so long. But I mean, I disagree still because like, yeah, I mean, maybe the chorus, you'd be like, okay, I, I'm, I'm hearing stuff like this right now. But still, that bridge and like the overall writing of the song, it's not just like, oh, we'll do like a G-Friend song and we'll, we'll do that. It's like, no, this is, I don't know, I can't find the song credits, but it's a really good song. It is not lazy. Hmm. It's not just resting on the need that uh, we feel for a G-Friend-like group to be in the mix. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the only only problems I have with this are just production-wise, like it always is with K-pop now. Just too much auto-tune. Like, there's some pretty jarring bits. Yeah, I mean, my ear is famously not... <laughs> famously. Uh, <laughs> is is definitely not as uh, sharp as yours. Mm. But, um, yeah, that, that, that went over my head. I was just vibing whole time <laughs> yeah I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the writing of this song but like yeah it's just production for me that's the only thing that's stopping me from loving loving this song but yeah, so yeah let, so you just think it, uh if they could do it with less auto-tune in the studio it would, it would come through crisper or something yeah i think if if they could get a vocal producer who knows what the fuck they're doing that would be great <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like those are in very short supply these days. Yeah, I mean, it's a interesting craft, you know, yeah. part science, part art. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just to be honest, you, you could call them about basically anything now, and I'll have the same comment. Just vocal production seems so bad this <laughs> year at the moment. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, you I know mean, that that why. new that new SNSD song. Oh my lord hurts my ears hey, we should we should run that you know you, you want to do that too we could do that as well once we <laughs> hey, finish talking about this we can do snsd man. it's fine i would love to i mean i love that video i'm down unless anybody else wants to call in about it i'm down we can we can do that yeah i mean anyone please take my spot but uh if no one else is is trying to then but yeah anyway okay, back to well, csr yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean i I don't have much to say on them uh, yeah. just because they are brand new. I don't know any of the members. Uh, they're obviously like children, but mm. uh, the video is great. I mean, the aesthetic and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, look. Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm not talking about the rest of the album. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. They, they debuted with a mini and every single song is amazing. Every single song is great. Okay. And like varied, it, you know, it, it's it's not like all copy paste style, and I don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they have many performances up, but yeah, everyone, please listen to that mini stream CSR. Their songs are all great. Yeah, that was another thing I was disappointed with, right? Not the mini. Not the, I haven't listened to the mini much, but like because I was kind of getting into this song, I went and looked up some performances, and I just shouldn't have. Just another Wait, of those it? where there's like not even an attempt to sing live whatsoever. It's like literally oh, yeah. just the the actual. You might as well just listen to the song and watch a dance video. It's so like nothing. Yeah, I mean it's a new group, new company. They're probably just trying to be cautious. I hope they grow into, you know, being performer performers like that. Mm. But uh, you know, I don't I don't see anything too wrong with uh, given how shaky it seems trying to launch csr looks like it was for them trying to be i guess cautious or maybe they haven't all they aren't all 
that up on vocal training and stuff. Mm. But uh, the the style is there, the look is there, the vibe is there. Yeah, yeah, they did it. They did the cute debut, How You Should Do It. They took yeah. from the Lovelies playbook, from the April playbook, from the G-Friend playbook, all the true, good stuff true, from yeah. back then. Yeah, when this came out, I was like, oh man, is this a combo of like really old April and Lovelies? I'm in. Because it, it feels like that to me. It's like it's like Lovelies, but more Eggio to me. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention Lovelies. Definitely that is there as well. Yeah, that, that sound, like the sound you have in the chorus, that is Lovelies. <laughs> At least that's like early Lovelies. But yeah, it's for sure. For sure. I, I don't resent that because we we don't have lovelies anymore. So I'm fine with hearing that, you know. Yeah, I mean it's a tradition that someone's got to keep alive. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, G friend and lovelies drop like flies. Yeah, well, just girl groups in general just drop like flies. <laughs> if you like one, give it five years, and they probably won't be around anymore. <laughs> That's my general rule of thumb. Well, then, then, then we just gotta play Girls' Generation, you know, just to talk back at that, you know, fifteen yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, we can do, we years. can do Girls' Generation. All right, you know, Benji, if you listen to this and you wanted to talk about this, I'm sorry. Uh, well, but no, actually, no, it's segueing perfectly into it. <laughs> if, if if Benji wants to run it. On um, this show or next show, or, isn't, yeah. Uh, isn't there being I'll, a Blackpink comeback though very soon, which he's probably going to want to talk about? So Pink Venom. So I think probably he'll talk about that, right? So I don't think he's going to mind if we talk about this. Benji's a pretty chill guy, you know. I don't know, man. I'm scared. I think if he was here, he'd encourage it. So uh, unless there's any objections in chat, <laughs> we'll speak now. Yeah, speak now or forever. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we should have got Zozo to call in for SNSD, actually. That would have been good. But she's she loves it, and I'd probably just break her heart being like, well, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. <laughs> well, you know, I can be a defender. Okay. Um, yeah. Should we just do it? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Chad is, Chad is sounding pretty resoundingly no. So, okay. yeah, you know, th- this show has been pretty long i mean that yeah yeah, i I got my piece in that's good okay okay cool we'll uh we'll leave it with just csr then and chat has chosen that this song gets the key to the city which i think is fair enough we're all dying for this kind of stuff yeah and i'm glad you know i wonder how many people on podcasts have discussed csr Am am i am i the first english speaker it's I quite hope so. Possible, honestly, I'll try and get this up quick so that we get in, get those CSR views in, <laughs> which I'm sure there are not a lot of. But you know, we're down with Stream. it. Stream. Oh, Ildi's now like, no, please play it. <laughs> so I suppose that we're going to do this, right? SNSD. Oh, okay. Fine. So now, with Swither, we're going to talk about the much-awaited comeback from. Sonia Shide or Girls Generation with their song Forever One. Let's do it.
Okay, Swither, how are you feeling? We're all one, you know? Yeah, I guess. I guess we are. <laughs> Just like a love bomb. Well, me, T, and Moose are all one at the moment. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so in the chat, I saw T saying that it felt like it was flat. And that touches on my point about the song, which is that... Entry into the chorus, the mm, da, 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 right before the chorus hits, you know, it's like a semitone down from what you would expect. It's kind of like a dissonant note. It's not what you would usually choose to introduce the chorus because it does put it like it makes it feel weird because it's a note that's kind of out of the key. And then, you know, this very normal, uh, big uplifting chorus plays after. And it mm -hmm. does add a kind of interesting effect. I like it. I mean, uh, they kind of had to do a safe, normal song that, you know, and they had the Into the New World uh, ding, ding, ding playing at a couple points during the song. So it was supposed to be just like, you know, let's feel good for everyone, you know, 15 years, we're still doing this shit. I mean, stuff, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you can swear on and, the show, uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was, you know, uh, but I mean, the, that is kind of like how, what I expected from the title for there to be for it to be really normal and feel good. But then because it's SM have some little interesting musical element. And uh, I think that delivered on that. You know, it's, it's definitely not one of my favorite uh, SNSD titles, but uh, I rock with it. And more importantly, the album. More importantly, the album. I mean, really shocking listen. They put, uh, what's the name of the song? You Better Run. 
It's like track three or something. That song. <laughs> it's so bizarre. That's the one oh song I remember God. from the album because I hated it. Yeah, it seems like the sort of song that would inspire a lot of people to be like, "Ew!" <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's nasty. it's so cool. I mean, like the rhythm of the and like the 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 uh, pitch slides and stuff. It's just a crazy. It's it's fun cool song. if you want more Esper, but not if you want SNSD. Well, and it's tying up some nice loose, well, not loose ends, but like you know, they, uh, uh, from the uh, what's the name of it? Devil Run Run. Run Devil Run. <laughs> uh, the no, the, their old title track. Uh, yeah, Run Devil Run. Yeah, Run Devil Run. <laughs> I said Devil Run Run. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like. Uh, it references that 10 years later and it's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you still better be running devil, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't just give it a reference and expect me to love it, you know? Well, Girls' no, Generation are the who they are because they had amazing right. songs and they were, like, incredibly talented and they led the industry. This just ain't doing that. This is, like, uh-huh. a basic-ass song with some fucking horrific vocal production. Like, whoever did this lose your job immediately what are you doing how do you make people this talented sound like shit like oh my god <laughs> it's just whoever's doing the vocal production at sm needs gone and they need to get whoever's been doing vocal production for like some of the other groups to get in there because this is not it it does sound very clean a little a little too clean perhaps you know like no, that's not up. the issue that's not the issue <laughs> I want it to sound clean. It sounds like muddied as fuck. Like they have this horrendous, like they've like massively upshifted like a vocal with the chorus. So it's like really unnatural sounding and it's really, really high. And it like hits just the point of your ear for you to be like, no, like you probably got like, you know, you always, you always like to say that I'm like that vocal coach. On Girls Planet, yeah, my head, my my finger in my ear, going. Exactly. You probably got a lot of shots of that while we were watching this because this is fucking horrific. Like, it's one of the worst jobs I've ever seen, at least recently. Like, I just don't know what they're doing at SM anymore. It's so poor. How do you make Taeon sound bad? She's so good. I'm yeah, just I mean, mortified by it. The reason why I said clean is not because uh, I, I meant like cleaned up in, in the sense that I feel like they did Inhuman. somehow with the the uh, vocal production try to make them sound more similar than they are, mm. like uh, uh, which might be a mistake because you know one of the best things about liking them has been seeing uh, how different they can grow to be, and uh, I've just been obsessed with Yoyan since uh, deep 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 deep. <laughs> And uh, I, it would be nice if if their you know different vocal qualities shown through had shown through more than before. But I think they wanted to just yeah they wanted to make it sound like safe <laughs> in in a mm. lot of ways. Yeah. But, I just, um, oh my god! Just I I would have rather they didn't have a comeback than this. To be honest, it's okay. Sure, they are so on, sure. they are because. So, they're such an integral part of my love for K-pop, right? Like, Girls' Generation are really the first group I got properly, properly into when I became a fan. Like, I was bumping, oh, Run Devil Run, Hoot, 
you know, flower power, paparazzi, all this shit was part of what made me a fan of K-pop. And they come back with this half-baked, terribly produced garbage. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, yay, my girls are back. No, it's shit. Call it what it is. Like, ever since I mean- they dumped Jessica out, they just haven't been the same group. Like, they've been going Whoa. downhill ever since, in my opinion. They don't feel like a big deal anymore to me. Which is really hard Whoa. to say for a group that I love this much. I have, oh like, God. intense love for a lot of these people in this group, but... Man, it's just not it. This is just not it. But So you listened through the album and, and really nothing was uh, yeah. nothing was popping for you? Pretty much. I don't know, I like the Some songs. stuff was tolerable, but it wasn't anything that I was going to immediately add to my playlist. It's not like when I yeah. listened to their albums back in the day and go, Jesus, this is amazing, this is amazing, this is amazing, this is... Like, nothing was like that. It's just... The magic is gone. Okay, well, I mean, that might be a little bit... Uh, I, I don't know how universal those opinions are. but no, I was, not, because everyone loves it online. Like They're all talking about how much they love it, but it just isn't yeah, doing I, it, man. You need to you need to come with better than this if you're going to pretend to be girls' generation. I mean, yeah, I feel like it holds up a lot of what they stood for and brought to the table, and the fact that they would have a song as genuinely bizarre as uh you better run on it was really impressive to me and then a lot of the other songs are really a nice vibe paper plane closer uh and then yeah the uh ob klein uh the guy that's done a couple luna songs i love him he he wrote uh he had a writing credit on 17 that song's pretty nice and then villain was apparently written by primarily tiffany and then some suyong and you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, and I I believe it after seeing a a couple of their variety appearances and promotion of this. You know, uh, I don't know. It's, it's really cool that uh, they would have two members. It sounds like really thoroughly write one of the songs and it for, and for it to come out pretty good. Mm. Um, and yeah, also seeing them on those variety promos was great. It was, they're so hilarious at this point just because of their, you know, decades of history with one another. And yeah, it, it was just, uh, I've been enjoying this whole this whole cycle. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm sure the variety stuff's great. I just refuse to like try and be hyped about this. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's pretty clear, right? I just, I love them too much to accept this, but like... I I just part of me is just depressed that this is what newer fans are going to see as Girls Generation because a lot of people weren't there for like the height of them of them being the best when they were you know Genie and G and all this great stuff like Mr. Mister back in the day like all this stuff when they were at the at their height and now they see this it's just this mediocre terribly produced summer song and like that's not the legacy you want you know <laughs> i mean if, if that's what you're thinking about it with like it it's tarnishing their image somehow or whatever like if anything this will just uh because it's the 15th anniversary and they haven't been active as a group for a long time if anything it's going to get a lot of people to go and look back at stuff you know i mean i'm gonna like it because it's so different from this <laughs> You know, I don't know. <laughs> this don't ain't know. gonna maybe, be what maybe. they want. I'm part of me to be honest. Like a lot of the time when these like iconic old SM groups come back and they don't put out anything good, I'm just happy that my favorites got out of there before this happened. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just glad yeah, that you... FX never decayed like this. 
uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, decay. Come on, this is this a decay. language is too much. You got you uh, went from Mister Mister to this in like under ten years. Like, come on, <laughs> Mister Mister did rule. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, it, I am not a thorough fan for sure. I, I was Girls' Generation was a little bit uh, before I got into all this, but. Um, and as a result of, of this, you know, I, I ended up going and I realized that I had never seen or heard paparazzi because it's not on streaming. Mm. Uh, and uh, and boom, <laughs> I heard Flower Power and Galaxy Supernova. Mm. Um, and those are great. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, th- they don't have the Japanese singles on uh, on streaming for whatever reason. But yeah, I mean... And that's me who is like really into this, and and this cycle made me go back and realize that my, uh, I I, I was not all the way up on what they have done, <laughs> all, the, <laughs> all the great songs that they put up, put out in the past. Too many great songs from SNSD. This is not one of them. <laughs> yeah, um. I mean, I, it's definitely not a peak, but I I definitely am not going to uh, co-sign the narrative that this is like this uh travesty decay sort of no i mean like it's kind of it's a it's a reunion song that was safe in most ways and then they backed it up with an album that i mean at least i think is really pretty solid and uh the promo for it was pretty great and yeah because they're uh, I, w- I didn't get into them for uh, a while uh i wasn't really a prize to the Jessica stuff, but like, what's your interpretation? What what happened with that? Well, there's no real way of knowing exactly what um, what happened with Jessica, but you know, one day she was part of SNSD. They went, they filmed the Catch Me If You Can video with her in it. Then she uh, had to go and do a couple of things for her business, Blanc and Eclair, and then she was told to leave. <laughs> <laughs> basically wasn't accepted back in that's what we hear anyway they didn't want her to have conflicting schedules because of her business so they just kicked her out and then yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> ever since then it's not really their music has been a lot worse <laughs> ever since Catch in Me In my Can. cursory googling it seems like this story might have been a little bit more uh, weird than that but as with almost everything in K-pop most of the important things happen deeply behind the scenes and mm. the messaging that yeah, I'm sure it's messier is... than how it sounds, but yeah, it was not good, and it probably doesn't help that she was my bias at the time. But yeah, I, uh, I just ever since then, like I, I think people have undervalued how important her voice was for their harmonies, because ever since then, their harmonies don't sound how they should. They just there's something missing, because that was what was so special about them back in the day was like their harmonies sounded incredible, but not so much now. Mm, I haven't heard enough. Uh, I should look up a bunch of live harmony clips. I'm sure they have killed it in the past. Yeah, they got but, some ridiculous um, lives. Like Jesus Christ. But Jessica's uh, Crystal's older sister, right? Yeah. Was that like part of? Uh, or were Were you just getting into FX off the songs, or was that part of it? Yeah, I mean, I, the reason I like the groups I like is just because I like their music, and everything else comes second. But. Yeah, I mean, Crystal is my favorite person ever in K-pop, so that probably helps, but part of that is just I really like the timbre of both their voices. They have, like, this really particular timbre to their voice, which is, like, really warm and, like, really kind of comforting sounding, but 
yeah, that that is missing from GG now, and it doesn't sound so good. Well, I mean, I I think this is a a really positive thing overall. Even you know, regardless of the song, just because it's like it's so cool that a legendary girl group would be able to go and promote after 15 years. It is a shame that it's not uh, nine, but um, I'm I'm really happy this happened. It made me feel really good mm. when it dropped. Uh, I had a little, little alarm <laughs> that woke me up and. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's SNSD. Like, it's like yeah. it's 2009 or something. I mean, my uh, my buddy Zozo, who we were talking about earlier, she was, like, so hyped for it. She was, like, the whole time we were at MIK, she's like, I've got my alarm set for it. I'm buying the album. I'm getting this. Like, she's the biggest so one you'll find. But, yeah, she, she seems to like it. So I'm glad that some of the so ones are enjoying it. But this ain't doing it for me. I, <laughs> I hope they do another round of merch because I want... I want an SNS t-shirt just because their aesthetic is great. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then in the music video, I just want to say that the, near the end, they had the slow-mo red carpet scenes. And the way they achieved that effect was really pretty good. I don't know. That felt that, that felt like the most uh, impactful moment in the video, just to think the number of red carpets they've been on, the amount of promotion <laughs> that they've been dragged through throughout the past. <laughs> Uh, many years and then they're looking amazing and still doing it yeah i mean no doubt they still look great you know yuna's still looking like a model all these years later (laughs) yuri still looks fantastic the only thing i'm a little bit sad about is it's like obvious a couple of them have had loads of surgery and they don't really look like themselves anymore but other than that it's it's nice seeing them back yeah i mean solid (laughs) in my opinion (laughs) yeah um yeah, I probably don't. Again, I'm not the best person to represent SNSD because I was uh, never a uh, devoted fan while they were most active. Mm. But I'm, I was down with this. It's not. Yeah, it's, it is not one of my top uh, SNSD singles. But it is not the travesty that you seem to be making it out to be. I think. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. I've <laughs> thanks, probably thanks slandered it enough by now. <laughs> well, uh, your, your show is called Diggy's Dungeon, so if you're not bringing some of that, then you know something's going wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not doing my job if I'm not bitching about something. <laughs> yeah, I really gotta. We gotta get some emote of the uh, Girls Planet vocal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once I have emotes, we gotta make one of that guy's face definitely. But yeah, this is yeah. Uh, the chat seems to be split. Some people think it should be free to go. Some people think it's a night in the cells. I'm leaning towards short sentence or life in prison. <laughs> but that's mostly wow. for the producer. I mean, to, to be honest, writing-wise, this song isn't that bad. But the production is so awful that I just want to put it further down. Oh, well, it, this is a good opportunity for me to speak my mind on something. Um, you know, you... you What's going on with this voting system? You're, <laughs> you're gonna have, you're gonna, you're gonna have other people. Yeah, so if I really don't like a song, I have to say that it goes to Espa Hell. Yeah. Even though Yepi Yepi is a bop. <laughs> yeah, but Espa are garbage. So like, obviously, we put them as the bottom tier. Like, it's just horrific. Whatever. I, have to I don't know. A, a, a raid, a sentencing system. You gotta have it be. <laughs> 
you know, a little, a little more simple than that. <laughs> and and also, yeah, yeah. Don't don't be slandering Espen. The basic format of your it's not show. slander if it's true. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Well, you won't catch me uh, hitting the exclamation point vote seven anytime this <laughs> year. Yeah, yeah we've got to have some ballsier voters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Esper is my oopsie, my bad, without a doubt. They are just <laughs> oh my lord! Nothing good comes out of that group these days. But uh, but I love the show, um, and yeah, y- y'all's recap of uh, the the festival thing was was great. I loved hearing tea and Ildi dish. Glad. Great. Yeah, I felt like I had a window into the experience, and it sounds like that was a great time. Yeah, glad. Uh, I wish I could have heard the Una live vocals. Una, um, yeah. I can try and find a clip if you like. Oh, that to play us out. To play us out. How about yeah. that? Uh, see if anyone recorded them. Uh, All right. Th- thanks so much for having me on the show, Diggy. You are so welcome to be on. It's always great having you around, buddy. Bye. See ya. All right, then. Yeah, to play us out. Vivis and Bop Bop from the MIK Festival, then, I guess. Uh, get ready for that call to be the first clip on the channel where we're going to get hate raided by someone but yeah let's let's have some movies before we go You can hear the crowd are giving it their all anyway at the moment. That. You could hear a minute ago when she was going for it.
now giving it some. Thanks to Channel BBG for for posting that, and uh, that'll be where we end it today, folks. Thanks for joining me. Get ready for the hate raid when we up the upload the uh, SNSD clip. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, thanks all. Thanks for calling in, everybody, and I'll see you later. <laughs>